I mean, I can read the topics <laughs> on the title. That's fair. All right. <laughs> Let's see. So. All righty. It looks like we are finally live. Sorry about the delay, everybody. Mr. Invader Gaming here had to have the night off, and he left the keys of the car in my control. And it's time to have some fun tonight on Sundays. TXR got a great group together. Got some great topics. We're going to kick this off right now. Let's start with our guest, Mr. 108 Dragons. Lemon, how are you doing today, and what have you been playing? I'm doing fabulous, man. i really been... Thanks for having me, fellas, man. Uh, Invader hit me up. Definitely always a pleasure to be here. Um, I've been trying to play that Blasted League 2K. It's really not good. <laughs> I was just pulling again. I'm trying to pull teeth and get this shooting mechanics down. But, yeah, I've been really playing a lot of that. Um, I've been playing um, Cyberpunk, man. Cyberpunk is an awesome game. Awesome. That's what I've been playing. Right on, right on. Um, yeah, I know. I've been trying. I need to get back into cyberpunk. Um, I played that game during launch and then it went into my backlog and I have not played it yet. But I guess now's a good time to play with all the updates that they've received. Oh, it's, it's excellent, man. Plus, plus the game is beautiful. You That's know, what I've been hearing. It's beautiful, man. All right. And let's get over to our other guest. A uh, little uh, spur of the moment. And of course, fan favorite here. How are you doing, Dots? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Um, right now, gaming wise, been trying to me, me and a couple of the boys have been trying to get some Total War Warhammer three in. Um, fortunately, the biggest campaign option there is in beta still, so we'll get like in a hundred and forty something turns, and then it'll crash on us because it's like trying to process all this stuff that's going on at the same time. A lot of fun when it's working, and at least it's not crashing as much as some other games that we're going to be talking about tonight. Um, <laughs> Uh, besides that, um, I know Crusader's going to yank me into some more Destiny 2 stuff. I did my weekly stuff, but he keeps pulling me back to do more stuff on top of that. So looking forward to that, I guess. <laughs> now I got to get back into Destiny as much as I should be playing now that I've started playing again. But I keep getting distracted by everything else, like trying to finally complete the Mass Effect trilogy. I'm finally on the third game, and... Uh, that's I, I just started, so I'm looking to grind that one out as quick as I can. But being a completion completionist, I know that's going to take me a while. It's the longest one. <laughs> uh, right, and I never played the DLC, so this is going to be even longer for me because I never did stuff. Leviathan the or stuff. the Citadel. Leviathan, What'd you say? Leviathan and Citadel is the good stuff. Right on. Yeah. Well, speaking of Mass Effect, uh, how is the Internet's favorite CSEC officer over there, Crusader? Oh, I'm great. It's Spooktober, and I've been playing nothing but spooky games. So I started with Until Dawn. I've played Little Nightmares 2. I've played uh, Dark Pictures, Man of Medan. Um, I played both of the Alice games, so the original 2000 American McGee's Alice, and then Alice the Madness Returns. Alice the Madness Returns is probably in my top 10 favorite games of all time now. That is a fantastic game. And I played Inside, and now I'm on the second Dark Pictures game. What is that one? Little Hope? So okay. I, I'm trying to play through a bunch of spooky games for Halloween, and I'm definitely going to be playing Plague Tale in two weeks. That's part of it. Right on. Yeah, I need to get into... Let's see, after I do Mass Effect 3, I'm hoping there's enough time left in October to play Alan Wake. I've never played oh, it before. Oh, it's so good, too. 
And speaking of retro games, uh, let's talk to our Mr. In-house retro modder, Eric Shockley. How are you doing over there, bud? Oh, pretty good. Yeah, I'm <laughs> just ready to get into these uh, topics. I haven't played too much this week, but uh, probably going to get back into uh, some Resident Evil HD with the, you know, Halloween coming up. So get getting into those uh, horror games. And then uh, hopefully, uh, did they, uh, no, they, I guess they probably didn't. I thought someone said something maybe about a demo for uh, th- that Dead Space remake. Or maybe I was thinking Callisto Protocol. can't remember. <laughs> but hopefully we get one of those games soon. So definitely hyped for that, especially after those uh, screenshots. I know, dude, uh, Dead Space is actually looking pretty good. I went and watched the trailer and definite night and day difference from the when the game first came out i mean you get those hints of playing the game like when you originally played the game but when you're staring at everything now you're like oh my god this game's gonna be so much fun it's gonna be a whole new experience compared to what you played back at least when i played it, it was originally on the ps3 but all right let's get into these topics got some great topics today uh invader helped build a great list of topics uh we're going to be talking about brazil approves the activision deal you know playstation pc game day one but we're going to kick it off with our first topic here uh we're going to kind of talk about the woes that have been absolute that have been kind of happening to overwatch um specifically with overwatch 2 because you can't play overwatch 1 anymore um definitely an interesting subject uh like i mean what has not happened we're seeing absolutely asinine player cues we're seeing ddos attacks uh total different system of playing the game with sms protect uh i mean there is a long list of issues that have been plaguing this game uh crusader what's your thoughts so i'm not the biggest overwatch guy um but I have been following the technical issues that they've been having pretty closely. Um, and man, that is so unfortunate, right? Cause they've had Q issues, which are were even worse than like the Q issues in like final fantasy 14 when Endwalker launched, they're having, um, you know, the, the issues where like player stuff just like, isn't coming over from the first overwatch. Like they're, they're unlockables, like everything's supposed to transfer over. They're having naming issues. They're having, um you know just all kinds of stuff and like it it really sucks because overwatch is such a a big fan loved franchise right it's probably one of the biggest modern games that just kind of fell off a cliff because they stopped supporting the first one to develop the second one and the second one is basically just a crusty crab 2 from spongebob movie shout out to anyone who's ever seen that um but like yeah you know it's just it's just so unfortunate that like all of this nonsense is happening to a franchise that so many people like. Um, I've heard it plays well if you can get in and play it, but I don't know if anyone in the chat, I I think only one of us has been able to get in and play it. Maybe one day I'll download it and try it when these issues are done, but that won't be this week. No, there's definitely been some issues. Um, I was able to get in and play a match about 20, 30 minutes ago. I thought I'd give it a shot um, after it took like multiple hours to just merge my account. Um, I mean, like I went in, I fired up the game and I was given no option to merge my account whatsoever. So I thought for uh, kicks and giggles, I would get out my Overwatch one disc and put it in the console. And as soon as I put it in the console, 
it wanted to merge my account all of a sudden. Imagine that. Um, so I guess the disc still kind of plays a role, especially if you were owning a physical copy of the game uh, when you need to merge your account. Uh, but then when I tried, literally, it's like you're starting in queue to merge your account. It just it wouldn't happen automatically. And it's like you have 50, 55,000 players in front of you to merge your account. And then you'd finally get down to zero. And it's like account merge will take place. It will take a minute. Close application now. And then it would just reset and put you right back in the queue at fifty at 55,000 plus. And it did this for hours and hours to the point where I literally left my house and went on a walk with my wife and came back an hour later and it had completed while I was gone and I was able to get into one match. Um, but yeah, there's definitely been some issues, especially with like the name side of things. That's like something you were saying that happened to you, Lemon. Yeah, that's what happened to me, man. The name issue was crazy. Shout out to your new my, your new name, Lemon, is Wild Pants, people. Enjoy that. <laughs> Hold on to that thought. Wild Pants. <laughs> it's going to go through the internet like wildfire. <laughs> I'm already called Lemonious, but <laughs> Wild Pants is my new name. That's what it is. <laughs> But uh, what were you a fan of at least the first game? I mean, like I totally passed on the first game uh, for the longest time until finally a friend of mine uh, brought me in and we could not stop playing that game for months after he brought me in because we just bought it on a whim. And the game turned out to be a lot of fun, at least the first one. I love the series, man. I, I'm a deep, I deep dived into it. Um, my issues was worse than yours, but see, I was hyped to play first day jumped on it couldn't get in no games seen a queue of uh what was it again six hundred and fifty thousand people no was it no 2200 people in the queue and to change over all my assets from um overwatch one into two was six hundred and fifty thousand people was ahead of me in queue so i only got to play one game and it was like the practice mode which was uh Yesterday evening, from date from the day it launched, but that launch was uh, terrible. I'm sorry that that might be the worst launch of a game in history. No matter if they was attacked or not, it just was. Being an avid fan of the game, it was very disappointing. Um, some things was out of their hands, but some things wasn't. You know, they should have had people transferring their um, accounts over before the game came out. They could have turned on the servers for that. You know, copy your stuff over so when you download the game, it'd be ready. But 650,000 people ahead of me, just for me to use the characters I used in the first game was just, that was highly disappointing. Disappointing. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, it, let, let's just be face it. It's absolutely BS that, of course, some a-hole out there wanted to DDoS the launch of a game, not once, but apparently, according to Activision Blizzard, that it happened twice. Uh, that they were DDoSed. And um, if you aren't familiar with that concept, that's basically queuing up the server an obscene amount of time to the point where it, it seems like hundreds of thousands of people are wanting to play the game because they're creating all these server queues, which basically created long wait times, dropped matches, people not being able to play the game at all. I mean, it totally turned into a giant cluster F. Um, but the big thing that is really affecting the game um, is, like, for starters, we have the SMS protect issues um, where people with prepaid phones 
are not able to create these battle.net accounts. Uh, you got to have contracted phones uh, to create these accounts. Um, they seem to be rolling that back, at least for established players, people that have already been uh, playing Overwatch and already have uh, battle.net accounts. Uh, but they're basically stating that for new players, people that are actively getting into the game for the first time, that you're probably not going to be able to use a prepaid phone plan to be able to sign up to play the game. And they're using uh, the excuse of trying to uh, prevent cheating and uh, disruptive gameplay, which we all know, like, it would be great if they can police that. But at the same time, you shouldn't be penalizing people for having um, a prepaid phone plan because we all probably know at least one person in our lives who chooses to use services like um, uh, Cricket um, and... Which what who smart talk the smart uh, talk Walmart. boost mobile um there i mean there's a lot of them out there um for sure but uh dots have you had a chance to check out overwatch 2 I, I had to like snap myself back to reality i'm usually listening to you guys i'm not part of it <laughs> um no um i've been too busy playing gundam evolution which is the in my opinion better version of the game i I'm still in a really salty spot with Blizzard with, you know, the past year or so. And so I really have no desire to support them in any way, shape or form. Um, I if you if people like Overwatch, that's great. It's I mean, it's a crazy fit franchise. It's got, you know, very, a very colorful cast, sometimes too colorful when they make weird dynamic uh, sheets about the diversity chart what was that a while oh, ago the, the blizzard diversity chart thing that they <laughs> the, the tool that they made and released to the public and then immediately took away because it was like mathematically determining the diversity in a game which that that was just that was yeah. a whole hoot of its that own but no i i i have not played just because i have no desire in, probably until this microsoft acquisition happens which we'll talk about that later but once that happens and Microsoft starts cracking the whip on Activision Blizzard, I probably will not be playing or supporting any of their games. Um, watching this whole thing going down with the the DDoS attack and the servers, I am I won't I won't lie and say, you know, I, I didn't see this coming in some way, shape, or form. I am impressed that there's all that many people wanting to hop in, but I guess once again there's a lot of people who like that kind of game. I mean, I've been enjoying Gundam Evolution. It's pretty much the exact same game, but with Gundams, which, you know, mech robots, if people don't know what a Gundam is. Um, and I've been having a lot of fun with that, even if I am absolute trash at it. I'm really bad at squad-based shooters like that. I also just don't like PvP games in general, but... So, that's my that's my personal take on that. As for the situation itself, like, um, you know, the fact that there are more people... I, we, me and Crusader were making a joke about talking about this, but what's actually as impressive is that there are more likes on Twitter for <laughs> the guy who was able to uncrypt the decrypted character model files in the game than there is on the actual Overwatch 2 Twitter page. It's like... <laughs> and yeah. if you guys want more details about that, you should look it up on your own. <laughs> oh, no, definitely. There is some... Um... Uh, some unhappy folks out there. I mean, if you go look at the Overwatch 2, uh, the pack that they sell where you can unlock the premium pass and all the characters, which is something in itself. 
uh, I mean, for 40 bucks, it, it's kind of like they're reselling you the original game. Uh, there's something that I'm kind of really not very fond of is the fact that what, that was the whole reason why I wanted to merge my account. Because when you start the game, all the characters are now locked. It's not like originally when you had the game that you could play whoever you want. Everything was available. I, I heard oh, it was no, like a no. hundred matches or something to like for free unlock them all again. And it's like people can't even get into one match. <laughs> right. Well, and, let me say something. Let me say something because I'm a, I'm a huge player, right? Uh, you can get in matches today. They was working around the clock, so you got to commend them for that. But right. that this is why I don't want free to play. Goddamn charge me $60. Because this is this is what they're doing. I'd rather you charge me like you did the first time and we don't have these problems. Don't lock no characters. Don't give me a hundred game milestone. If you play the game, a hundred games is nothing. But the average person who's getting into the game, they don't want to go through that. Just charge me sixty dollars. You That's never said it was going to free to play at first. You showed this game, you teased it multiple times in different years, and you bring out the game, and now you have you get you 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 take the core audience that plays this game consistently and you stun us with the nonsense you should have saw my face when all my characters was locked and then somebody says lemon you got to you got to do your account you got to bad enough they changed my name to wild pants now i got to go and get my characters from the first game that i dedicated hours and hours into i didn't know this Somebody told me. And then when I finally set it up to do it, I was in a queue of 650,000 people. But if you complain, we just get we just get caught up in the bag of everybody complains this generation. That's a valid complaint because your core audience has a problem what you did. This is why I don't want free to play. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now they're starting to like I remember when you'd get an update on Overwatch you would be able to play the new character. They would just drop the new character. That was what Facts. made people keep coming back because they Facts. dropped the new character. Rainbow um, but Six now, does the same thing. <laughs> right? Well, it's kind of interesting. I've done the Rainbow Six thing, um, and it kind of reminded me of Rainbow Six. Like, when you first start playing that game and you're basically a trash recruit and you have access to nothing unless you bought the version of the game that unlocked the characters... Um, but yeah, the new character for Overwatch is actually locked behind a paywall now. Um, I know you can actually get that character. I think it was like level 50 or level 55 of the of the pass of playing matches until you to you actually upgrade your battle pass to level 55. Or you can just shell out your 40 bucks and buy that one version of the game and the character automatically unlocks with all the other characters. Um, it, it's definitely... Uh, showing the direction that Activision is wanting to go down, uh, but definitely I'm curious on what that if that they're going to hold that course, especially when Microsoft, uh, you know, takes over the whole situation over there. Are they going to really try to pursue the games as a service and just absolute asinine monetization model? Um, but let's have Shockley. Have you had a chance to check it out? Shock you there. I'm All here. Right. Oh well, yeah. That's to say. Well, we'll, yeah. Yeah, well. Next up, we'll have uh, MLD <laughs> finally got here. Um, 
definitely another one. Thank you for being here. We understand that, you know, it's like Thanksgiving over there uh, in uh, Canada and also um, happy birthday, bud. So, you know, you're a very busy man and we really appreciate you being here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I know it's it's Canadian Thanksgiving. I know we do it a little bit earlier than you guys, but uh, yeah, happy to be here. Uh, enjoying the conversation. A lot of good stuff happened this week. Are so, we getting, uh, are we getting some plates? I know, right? I'm already, <laughs> I'm ready to have Thanksgiving. I know that for sure. I want to have some good food. Uh, oh, yeah. I like an early Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> um, you had a chance to check out Overwatch 2 or check out any of the details of what's been going on with it? Uh, I haven't played it yet because of the reactions I'm seeing online. Like, <laughs> I figure this game's going to be around for a long time. So, uh, people, I'm seeing people having like uh, insane queue queues, like to get in. Like, like it's just a ridiculous wait. Server crashes, all the like. People are saying how uh, maybe, maybe it doesn't really deserve to be uh, uh, Overwatch Two because it feels too much like the original. You know, a, a lot of little critiques like that. But on the flip side, it's still very much a fun game to play. And yeah, and then you hear about people, uh, you know, the saying how the progression system is. Uh, a little less than than desired things like that but overall i'm not worried i mean i always had a personal plan to play this game when the uh the campaign aspect were to come out next year i feel like by then there'll also be a lot of patches and they'll, they'll listen to feedback and a lot of tweaks will be made i feel like the game will be in a much better position when that campaign uh, uh dlc really drops but Hey, like props to everybody right now who are uh, who are who are playing with it right now, uh, just giving their feedback, seeing how it is, and uh, yeah, it, it's people like that that play first that that really shape the game going forward and and help you know help help shape the future. So yeah, I, I mean, yeah, pro, yeah, again, good 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 for them. But I'll play it a little bit later. All what right, a, and 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 since you're, let me say this: mm-hmm. what's killing the game too, right? People complained about loot boxes and buying character skins because I have a homeboy who bought over like eight hundred dollars in skins, right? I'm like at five or six hundred in Fortnite with characters, but so I understand that. But they changed that part of the game also to this unlocking system. And people rather have the when I see people saying I'd rather have the loot boxes back <laughs> than this, that's pretty that's pretty deep because people don't like loot boxes and they want it back. So I know, right? That's pretty bad when people That's are like, can we bad. have the loot boxes back? <laughs> right. Can we have loot boxes back? Like, can I please get my scratch like ticket? 50,000 people responded to that. I said, wow, they want loot boxes back. So, Well, they probably just don't have enough in the store. Like, Fortnite does, Fortnite's actually great. You, you bring that up. Fortnite's, like, store. I mean, the, the skins are super expensive. And Say what you want. 20 hours a pop. Yeah. I mean, I, I bought all the <laughs> Destiny 2 ones because I'm a fucking I have everything for Destiny. But like, oh, damn near. <laughs> yeah, but say what you will. But like, at least there's a ton of great ones in the store at all times that you can just buy, right? I it mean, true, daily. true. I mean, and, but and they didn't start like that, though. No, they didn't. You're right. It, it, it took time, but you it would think time, right. coming out in the year 2022 would be able to look at like what's potentially the greatest live service game that exists right now, right? Like, for, I, I think we could probably say that about Fortnite. That you, and, you would um, think that other service uh, games would look at it and be like, all GTA. right. Let, let's copy some of this right 
Um, see, like, I, I, I'm going to push back on the free-to-play thing just a tiny bit. And I, I think it's dumb in Overwatch, specifically. Specifically because you have to re-unlock the characters from the first game that you had. No, if but, if you don't do yeah, your it, account. It, Oh, it, it, you got to do the crossover. You <laughs> yeah, you got to merge your account. Them. Right, you got to merge your account. Oh, you get to keep them then, though. <laughs> yeah, you get to keep them. You get to keep them. Okay. But when you start, it's all locked. <laughs> Unless you merge your account. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. Once you that, merge, though, you don't get the, any character, any new character right. that comes out with Overwatch 2, you have to it's either early. unlock through purchase or unlock through grinding. Okay, that 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 so people can determine whether or not they, they don't like it. I mean, like a lot of games that have new characters that come out, like Siege, you, you have to grind out the new character as well, unless you straight unless up you pay, pay for, for it. Right. Um. So like that's that's not a new concept. That's not a very. But like that, that's whatever. I don't mind it as much because like a lot of game, like there is the option to just straight up like buy the new game and then buy what would be the DLCs for it. Now you can say Overwatch, it's bad because they used to just give the characters for free, and I agree with that sentiment because of how the franchise itself used to be. And I, I completely agree with that sentiment. But like, I look at like Multiversus and I actually like how Multiversus is structured as a game, the, the fight, the, the Warner Brothers fighting game, where like, it's a free to play game and you can play it completely free to play and unlock the characters if you want. Or you can buy the $60 version. That's basically just the game that you would pay for normally. And it just, it just gives you all the characters and everything. And you, you can choose between the, what would be the boxed game Mm-hmm. Or the free to play version. I, I actually like that kind of concept. I mean, um, is free to play free to play? Because the grind is so ridiculous sometimes. Yeah, no, you, you end up spending money yep. anyway. You you do have to they, they do need a good balance. And like I get really mad when Bungie calls Destiny free to play, personally. Like that that's my bread and butter, that's Dots' bread and butter free to play game. Right? And mm-hmm. we get mad all the time when they say it's free to play because it's free to start it's not really free to play right like it, mm-hmm. it, most of the content is behind expansions right that, that's just how it is and it, it's 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 frustrating um and i i think that there are some ways that free to play is done well and some ways that it's done bad and with overwatch's characters it's definitely bad it is not not good i want loot boxes back i cannot yeah. believe people want <laughs> like, how do you screw up less stress so bad <laughs> How do you screw up a store so bad that you have people asking for loot boxes back? That is unbelievable. Yeah, that's. I, I'm with that. I'm with that wave. I like, want my loot boxes back. They, they, they removed <laughs> loot boxes from Destiny too, and we couldn't have been happier, right? Oh, like they, that you still get the free, like you still get the loot boxes for as like a free player, and you still get like the free ones that you just open. But they got rid of the paying for them, and everything is just direct buy in the store, and it, it it's the. And it's the greatest, like, like middle ground between it, right? Where, like, you can't buy the loot boxes. It's just direct purchase in the store. Mm. But you can earn the, what in Destiny they're called Bright Engrams, where you get the cosmetic items from. You get them every five levels. And it's great that you earn them for free, because you occasionally just get, like, a really cool, cool-looking thing for free from just playing. But then if you want to buy cosmetics, it's just straight up buy them. And maybe that is a system that Overwatch could look into, right? Like, bring back the loot boxes as a just general progression, like your XP progression, your end of match. Do you have a chance to get them or something? But then the store doesn't sell them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And maybe that is a good way to handle that, where you kind of make everyone happy. But they got to make it fair, right? Yep, they do got to make it fair. Because look at 2K. You could either buy oh, VC, max out your character, or you can grind for it. So people say, oh, I ain't got to spend no money. You play a whole game for 40 minutes. 
to give you 500 VC. Yeah. And the Bob Pair sneakers is like 100,000 VC. Yeah. Are you really grinding for it? Or they're just forcing you to say, now nah, I got to make this purchase. Didn't yeah. 2K advertise you can ship out your willpower? You see, right? That's what they're doing. So is <laughs> these things are not these are not that's not grinding. Yeah, that's Gran Turismo. It it would yeah, take you two hundred hours to unlock a car that you want for the credits that amount that they charge you for, or you could spend forty dollars per car. Is that really grinding for who got two on who who got two hundred hours? To put in for one car in a game, for one car, or oh, no. you spend forty bucks. <laughs> Gr- grinding has been—that's not grinding. That sounds like yeah, torture. Like star I know. Citizen, really. <laughs> that, that is, yeah, Star Citizen or um, Evil I know Mind. the term grinding has been just, pretty. Just charge me for the game. Give me a season pass, please. Yeah, the the term <laughs> grinding has been definitely used very well out of context. It's like Facts. these these big companies that especially that create a game as a service that involves what the concept of grinding should be, is they now have these teams that sit around and try to create a system to where you are given just enough to feel like you're getting something, but they are turning it into an absolute asinine situation. To where if you're going to try to do that for the freeway, that you ju- you literally have to know life a game and not play anything else. Don't play anything else. Don't go to school. Don't go to work. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm not doing it. But uh, Shockley, are you back yet? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, you get a chance to check out Overwatch 2? Yeah. The, earlier, yeah, you probably had to step away for a second. But have you got a chance to check out Overwatch 2? No, I never played the first one either. <laughs> Not your cup of tea? Yeah, the whole hero thing. I don't know. It just didn't. I, I like it where it's more like, I mean, I guess if you played it enough, you would obviously know the rules that you like playing, I guess. Um, but I'm more traditional of like, hey, I just want to pick like Halo, Gears. Like it's everybody's kind of on an equal playing field. Mm. Um, I don't know, but I think it was just also like some of the aesthetic isn't. I don't know. I like. I think I get some of that feeling when a lot of my buddies that play. Uh, what's that? I don't know why it's escaping me. Uh, Apex Legends. Uh, like some of it was cool, but then you don't like character know, specialists, just, is what you're saying. You just like uh, yeah. Uh, like Halo, I mean, I like all the spartans are the same. It goes by your skill behind the controller. Yeah. Like in yeah, Battlefield, I, it was a, I like that. Uh, when, when oh, I those play like dope. a specialist. Or, right. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I never gave it a chance. So, you know, maybe if I play it. Oh, it's very, you know, it's very, it's very different. And you have to go in there with a team playing with randoms. You ain't going to never win. Yeah. I think when I played Apex, like never. Apex Legends, I didn't really get into that as much either. Because, I don't know, we, we even though, even the times we would win, it felt like we were just like running the whole time. And then maybe we killed like two people and then the match was over. I'm like, feel like I didn't do anything <laughs> the entire time, but we won. Okay, cool. I didn't do anything though, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, you have to go in there with people that you know play the game because that's why I stopped playing because my people went away from the game. And I was like, I ain't playing with no blueberries. That's not going to happen. No, I had to. Yeah. I, I play mainly with Lucio, which is a support character. And the whole reason why I picked him as my favorite is 
don't ask me. You know, you know it's going to go south when literally the match starts and every person's an attacker. Facts. And they're like, so we have no defenders no, or support no healers. characters. Everybody's no heal Rambo. Right. Everybody's yep. Rambo today. And that's not that type of game. <laughs> I know. And like, So I've just learned to play with the support character. And when I play support, I win every damn time because it's like – I know how to play a support character properly. Mm -hmm. And like the one match I dove right into won it right off the shot because literally we held the spot the whole time because I'm supporting them like I'm supposed to. Right. You got to have a healer. You got to have a tank and you got to have a, a attacker. You have to. You just can't go in there with all of anything. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> but people, you know, know how it is. But uh, were you done? Uh, were you done, Shockley? Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, I, I mean, with Battlefield, I like some of that stuff because I'd be like running the, the boats and I'd get really good at that. And I'd be taking out their helicopters because I upgrade it to the point where you'd have like, you know, guided missiles. So I'm taking out their air and I'm taking out their other boats. So where you at when I need you? <laughs> <laughs> Last time I but played that Battlefield 4. So oh, okay. I never even got into the newest Battlefield because just all the bad talk about it. It's fixed now. And I was just like, oh, okay, maybe I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I it's awesome now. Out of Battlefield 4, but... Yo, when, when Battlefield 5 came out, I was getting seconds per frame on the one map. I have a video of it. At, I, 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 if you're saying it's fixed, maybe I'll download it and give it a shot. No, nah, it's fixed. Battlefield right. 2042 is fixed. But maybe if all of these... Uh, oh, well, you said Overwatch is coming to free-to-play anyway, right? Like, yeah, Overwatch is free-to-play. Okay. For you as a with everything though? locked, right? And for you as a new player, <laughs> I feel kind of bad because now you're not going to be able to play like with all the characters like you originally could. It's literally going to be all locked behind you having to either a buy the forty dollar version of the game or b start grinding out characters to unlock them. Okay, kind of like Apex. I think they did something similar where you had to like either grind to get the characters or if you had like. But an at Amazon least Apex, you can them. actually earn them without pulling teeth. Oh yeah. Apex is well well balanced because I I haven't never I purchased one character one time, one time. But Overwatch, <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. All right, I guess we had ourselves a good appetizer for tonight's three course meal of fun. Let's move over to the entree or the main course. Uh, we all know we have a couple panel members frothing at the mouth for this. Um, it's been an interesting week on social media and all the other places, YouTube, everybody that's been talking about the Microsoft Activision deal, all because Brazil comes out and not only approves the deal, but they pretty much take Sony's argument and set that SOB on fire in the middle of the road and then tell them to shut the hell up. Um, it was, it's been fun watching this unfold. Uh, let's start with tonight's uh, guest, Mr. Lemon. I know you've got some things to say, so let's get them out. What's good, people? Let me, let me, first of all, I'm going to say this, right? You know, I, I was talking behind the scenes. I said, listen, as podcasters, and I ain't talking about nobody here. I'm just talking about the whole damn community. We out here getting respect for the things that we portray to the public, right? Like now we got 33 people watching, which we should get some likes up, get some likes and share this out. But um, we have to, we have a responsibility to give people the facts. Now, if you're talking about something serious, 
you would want to express an educated view on something or something that's going to be in the likes of what's going on right now with the with the whole brazil and saudi thing and this is what i was saying earlier people are going out here saying that this means nothing um brazil is small saudi arabia don't mean too much but let me give you a little quick history of, of what the cmas and fccs and uh the regulators are supposed to do they are here to protect the consumers they're not here to make sure sony is being treated fair microsoft is being treated fair nintendo is being treated fair that is not their job and as we, we we're sitting in this room we have six gentlemen in here we have to tell these people the truth and if some of you content creators do not understand that you need to do a little bit more homework and stop spreading these false accusations these false rumors and everything else now let me tell you how important brazil is for those people that do not know brazil are the ones that held up the deal between disney and fox being purchased now everybody says that's not video games but this don't have they're not doing a job of a video game company they're doing their job to make sure things are fair and safe for the consumers and sometimes the workers. Now, when it came down to Fox, Disney wanted to get rid of Fox Sports and just wanted the movies and have those rights. So Disney was going to dismantle the whole Fox Sports um, division, which is very profitable, but they don't care. They're not trying to be no ESPNs. So brazil stepped in and said that will be too many people that will be unemployed we cannot approve this deal so they worked it out fox sports is still around but they're their own entity now if you look at the things that brazil was saying saudi arabia don't care they absolutely don't care but at least brazil has taken everything that jim ryan has been telling twitter and every media outlet that will listen to him, which he's he's saying like, this is not fair to us and our players. First of all, anybody who buys something and puts something in an exclusive platform or their services, there's nobody stopping you from having an Xbox and a PlayStation. Absolutely not. This has that has nothing to do with the consumer. Jim Ryan is crying to all these different sanctioning bodies because he wants them to look at it his way. But as you see, Brazil stated, we are not here to protect the company or their interests. We are here to protect the consumers. Now you have council warrant people who I don't care what they say because they, they want to see a preferred platform win, right? But if something is coming out, and it, it could benefit you because now I don't know any platform besides the new Call of Duty coming to cell phone where you can actually play the console version any way you want if it goes to xCloud. You'll be able to play it everywhere. Does that stop you from – you don't have to buy an Xbox. You gonna you can play Call of Duty on your cell phone on xCloud, which is called Xbox Everywhere. That's the official name that nobody won't say, <laughs> but that's the name. But it's like where do we go from here? right where do we take this now people are saying but china hasn't said nothing china 
has Tencent. They're not going to stop no deal because they're buying up everything too. They're no longer saying we just want to invest and get a foothold. They now want to say they want to own properties. You believe that Tencent want to be out here making all this money because they own movie rights too. They also financed the last Terminator movie. Look in the credits. Tencent financed that movie. They got their hands in everything. You think China is going to say, well, Microsoft is buying Activision. They don't care. Why would they? Because they don't want their deal stopped. They don't want Tencent to keep moving. You see, the FCC ain't said nothing. Nothing. They weren't about the people. And that's what the CMA and the EU need to do. You need to do your job. Your job is not to protect Sony at all. They're not here for that. And we need to stop acting like that's what their job is. Because that is not the job of these organizations. Is to protect the consumers and the workers. And we all know in the Activision deal, before it dropped, they already got a union and Microsoft co-signed it. We welcome it. They said there's going to be change. They're doing reform. They even put on a table in January when we heard it, the conversation happened like a month ago. But Jim Ryan and Phil Spencer conversation happened in January. He put on the table, this is what can happen if we take over. They can't put in there, well, you got to make sure Sony keep it. You got to make sure it don't go to Game Pass. Nobody can prove to me where you heard anybody from these bodies say that. But what you can do is show me somebody who you said that was their opinion that said that, and we all ran with it. We have to know what we're talking about here. We have to know business. And if you don't know something... Read a little bit and get the information. This deal is, is I didn't say it's going to happen, but it's definitely in the right direction. Jim Ryan can't stop anything. Him sitting around and crying and worrying about what this deal is going to entail, what he needs to do. If you care so much about the consumers, you need to bring down your price because you got the inferior power system. You you need to bring down that price. You need to better your services. You need to improve your PlayStation now. And you need to compete. Because when they came into business and basically priced Sega out the game, we got a whole bunch of Sega leftover ports for about three years before Sammy picked them up, before we start getting original titles again, because they was bankrupt. So now... Sony is out here in the beginning throwing around they 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 checkbook. It was all good when they did it, but now you playing with a whole Godzilla in Yaw Tokyo. You cannot play with Microsoft with money. You can't win that battle. So now you get to crying. But they say they for the people. I'm worrying about our consumers. If you was worried about them, why are you raising the price in a pandemic? We're not out of it yet. People are not working. You didn't care about that keeping the Final Fantasies of the world off off of Xbox. You didn't worry about these backdoor deals. Shout out to Epic and Apple for going to war in court and all of Sony's dirty laundry hit the market. Y'all wasn't worrying about no, no people then. You wasn't worrying about those small indie developers with putting their games on Game Pass. You wasn't worrying about these different companies that want to do cross-play. You wasn't worrying about that when you charging them for every nickel and dime in the developer. 
Who you really care about? I want somebody to show me. What the hell is Jim Ryan's game attack? What is his game attack? You know why y'all don't know? Because he don't play games. He's a businessman. And that's what he will continue to be. And I'm not mad. But what they need to do is go rehire the man who was who had PlayStation thriving. We need Jack Trenton back. Somebody who's like a Phil or 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 um what's the guy that went to Sega, man? I can't think of his name and then had EA. Peter Moore. We need we need we need people like that in the market to run these video game companies. People like Reggie from the that was at Nintendo that play games. These dudes that look at black and whites and numbers is the reason they're not trying to compete. They're trying to use their checkbook. They're also mad that Saudi Arabia is coming in here with $37 billion to invest in gaming. Now they're looking over their shoulder like, God damn it, we got to fight them now? We got to fight? We got another big checkbook in the business? Yeah, there's a problem. So people looking at this deal, you better pay attention to what's going on. If you don't understand what these bodies are, pick up something. Stop listening to all these people who don't know what they're talking about. Because that's why them companies are here. I'm done. No, definitely understand what you're trying to get at. Um, we all saw the stuff on social media. People saying that, you know, you know, the one that made me chuckle is you're a bot if you don't think that Brazil was paid off by Microsoft. Yeah, uh, by Microsoft. I, I had to chuckle. Yeah, that's right. They're going to blow a 79, I mean, a, like a $70 billion deal for uh trying to pay somebody off uh, over video games you're right they're, they're gonna do that over video games they're gonna pay somebody a bunch of money under the table for video games microsoft knew what they were getting themselves into they understand how to compete in this market um they compete differently um and the playstation that was the the great games ratchet and clink fall of man um all the other games that we would love to see come back as as actual like we don't even want to see remasters we would like to see these games just brought back in general um but it just seems like sony does is like not wanting to compete um the way they used to they're wanting to just do it the easy way which is why jim ryan is so high strung on trying to convince one regulator somewhere to help protect Sony when they are supposed to not regulators are there to protect the consumer. They're Facts. not there to protect Sony. And I don't care who you are, what you want to say, but gaming does not begin or end with Sony. So, you know, if we want gaming began back in the day with like the Nintendos and stuff. Sony was an entry, uh, in, uh, a late, blooming competitor into the system after nintendo and sega had already established themselves and then obviously like lemon said they used their checkbook and railroaded sega into non-existence but we've also seen and this is working against sony nintendo has been thriving quite well without having access to call of duty so somehow Jim Ryan's argument that we cannot compete with Call of Duty. It's a franchise or a game, a game sector of all of its own. If you look at Nintendo, that completely defeats the argument. And that's something that Brazil pointed out. Um, let's move over to our next guest, Dots. Uh, have you checked out the uh the stuff going on with the whole Brazil approves the deal? 
I, I have. Um, I definitely cannot mimic the passion that was just dropped on all of us. But <laughs> very, call, call out to you, man. Like that was very well put out there. Oh, seriously. Thank you, brother. Um, no, but um, I, I was putting my hands together. I was bowing my head. I was feeling the. I was feeling the Holy Spirit on me, kind of thing. <laughs> but no, no, it it it's it, it baffles me. It, it really does that. Like you, it, it it almost feels like politics because on an average day, you do not hear about like any of this. You know, you don't hear the negative sides of companies until they start like banging heads against each other. Because on an average day, I hear nothing about Sony. I hear nothing about Microsoft. I hear about the gaming companies making their games, putting them out. But then as soon as it turns into, you know, Microsoft is doing something out, you know, actually doing something themselves. Sony has to come in and do the political scandal of, oh, no, uh, Microsoft is doing these horrible things. Uh, you should vote for us this November so that we can kick them out of office. And <laughs> and it, it it turned in that it's it, it's it, it absolutely baffles me. Um, that it goes this far. I'm I'm glad uh, the um what 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 are they called the uh, the CADE of Brazil is that their Cade Cade yeah okay yeah. um so I'm I'm glad that they they made the choice they did it made the most logical legal sense possible in my opinion um I think that many will soon follow and you know it will come down to yeah. If Sony is going to succeed as a gaming company, they're not going to, they need to not succeed on the tassels of Activision Blizzard, which, as you already heard me say, I'm not the biggest fan of right now. And I think Microsoft really needs to buy them and acquire them so that they can get their shit together. Because I, I would love to see that happen just so that Activision Blizzard does better. I don't even care about Call of Duty. I stopped playing Call of Duty back in Ghosts. And I mean, I didn't even hate Ghosts. I just was like, you know, this game is the same. Black Ops 2 is the best Call of Duty game ever made. Fight me on that. Um, <laughs> and I just, I just, I want Activision Blizzard to be better, do better. I think Microsoft acquiring them would be the be like the best option to ever happen. Because as soon as we heard about all those scandals, as soon as, you know, issues with WoW. Now issues with Overwatch. Hell, my favorite franchise from Blizzard, StarCraft. They don't even talk about it anymore at BlizzCon. You Who's don't even that? hear anything about StarCraft at Who's BlizzCon that? anymore. <laughs> and and that makes Facts. me sad. I'm the RTS guy. I can't play right. Blizzard RTS because no one cares. And Warcraft three, the Warcraft three Reforged was an absolute dumpster fire. Mm -hmm. Blizzard needs better, and I think Microsoft can provide that. And the fact that. Sony is scared shitless that Microsoft, which keeps telling them we're not going to make it exclusive, keeps getting scared shitless that they're going to have Call of Duty exclusive. Like, make a better game. It's not hard to make a better game than Call of Duty. Call of Duty has a name brand that people associate. When you hear Call of Duty, you know what it is, and that's why people play it. It is so easy, I think, to make a better game than that. It's variety. Can I, can I ask y'all a question? In. Yeah. Let me ask y'all a question. Yeah. Did y'all see what the CEO from EA said? Did y'all no. peep that two weeks ago? Oh. He said Call of Duty going um exclusive is good for us because he could replace that on 
on, on PlayStation with Battlefield. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, guy's crazy, but he said it. And if PlayStation cared so much about Call of Duty, you know that company was in turmoil. You know they was this was they on their last legs. As giant as they are, nobody wanted to touch them, right? They shopped themselves around everybody. Sony, Jim Ryan. If you gave a damn so much and you weren't about the consumer, why didn't you step up to the batter's box to save them? Why? Well, so what could they do theoretically? They can't afford them. They can't afford them. It's (laughs) not even, um, it's not even close, right? Right. Sony is a publicly traded company of like what a hundred between 130 and 100 billion dollars. Oh no 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 no! They like uh 87. What Sony's market cap? Yeah. Somebody told me this yesterday, and they looked it up and told me they worth 87. I think it was today, 87 billion dollars. But this is what's crazy. We do know Activision Blizzard at 70 is a bargain price. That's that. Take this call because I want it off my lot price. Yeah. That's they're worth more than that. They were selling for that. Their, their market or cap was a hundred. Not not Sony. Uh, Activision Blizzard's market cap was a hundred billion mm. exactly one year before <laughs> the acquisition. Oh, yeah. Bob, Bobby Kotick and his shenanigans and all the other BS that took place in that company kind of right. nixed that. It, it right, dropped, he, it he hurt them, the, but they're definitely them, yeah. getting a bargain. Um. <laughs> But like you know, everything that Brazil said is what a lot of people who are actually looking at the acquisition, like the M and A lawyers, the people who you should go to and listen to for like what they're saying about the deal, basically word for word in agreement with what they've said. The only thing that like that they've said differently is that like look in the emerging market of the game subscription services and specifically cloud gaming, especially that there might be some consent decrees in order to protect that emerging market because there's really, as as a major player, it's really only Microsoft who's investing super heavily into it. So you want to protect the, the market so that they can't completely dominate any entrance into that market by any competitor, regardless of who the competitors are, right? That's not even really Sony because Sony doesn't have a cloud infrastructure. You don't really have to, you know, they're not, they they don't even really exist in this space. They 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 have a slight cloud thing with PS Plus Premium, but it's not it's not to the same level. It's not they're not trying to get onto mobile with it. Like it, it's not the same kind of kind of shtick. Um, and the the only thing that was ever really expected was consent decrees, very time limited, probably at most a year or two, to protect that space so competitors could adjust their business practices to a life without the potential of call of duty right and that that's something we we see often we we saw we saw them we, i think we we already brought up the disney uh 20th century deal this this show right we did bring that up during uh uh dragon your uh what call it yeah he he yeah, brought that he up brought at the up. very beginning and that was again to protect sports broadcasting, uh, specifically online broadcasting. Um, for that was one of the big parts of that, as well as uh, um, sports broadcasting on television because they already owned ESPN. Um, uh, Disney owned ESPN, that is. Um, and so you have to look to make sure that the 
the market itself can adjust without a shakeup. And that's why like people like me are expecting some kind of consent decree around Call of Duty for a few years just to let the market adjust and not even to necessarily protect any individual competitor. Um, like it, it's not to protect Sony, it's to prevent a the market from access like from, from something crazy happening within the market that could damage consumers because competitors can't adjust their business plans. And in this case, it would specifically be Sony. Uh, and so, and that's why Phil Spencer straight up in January offered a three-year extension to Sony being proactive about it. I've talked about this before. He is being proactive and offering them in the beginning something to make them happy and see like, look, we recognize that you're all going to want us to do this. So we're going out and we're, we're making the offers already. And look, he, he, he shot our hand down. And three years is generous, right? A, a lot of us have been estimating like 18 months uh, extra time past whatever deal was in place, right? And the fact that Jim Ryan is playing with fire with how, um, with, with what he said in that uh, GameIndustry.biz article a few a few weeks back, right? He, he was playing with fire going out and saying like, this wasn't even close to acceptable, right? Well, when you look at the wording of the um, of the Brazil Regulatory Commission and the fact that they required absolutely zero um, adjustments to the deal, which was the shocking part that they that they literally asked for for no form of consent decree. That's the shocking part, right? Not that they approved it. We all pretty much knew that Brazil being a smaller market wasn't really going to cause a kerfuffle unless the CMA or EU themselves caused a, a massive kerfuffle, like when um, NVIDIA was trying to buy ARM, the uh, the microprocessing company. And then like the EU and the FTC in tandem announced that they were blocking it. And then like literally every regulatory body across the country also said, hey, we're blocking or across the, the world also said, hey, we're blocking it. Right. Brazil is never going to be the one to ruffle feathers. But when I saw that there was absolutely zero consent decree or whatever, whatever the regulatory body wants to call it, when Brazil said that they required nothing, that was the shocking part that they, they saw no, nothing in this deal at all. Even the cloud stuff was objectionable to them. That's the, the noteworthy thing, right? That Brazil saw no problem whatsoever. And that's, quite shocking to me because i thought that they would see some kind of problem in the emerging market and we'll have to see with the eu and them but now i'm leaning that maybe maybe they won't see uh as big a, as many issues as i thought they were going to see and now now i never thought any of their issues were going to cause a a block in the deal because microsoft is ready to sign whatever it takes to go yes uh-huh 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 to get this deal going as long as it's not an indefinite term or like a five-year term right that they'll sign very basic things to keep a, st a, a general status quo for a few years just to allow market adjustment and um, budgeting adjustments. Because if we're going to be honest, Call of Duty makes one, uh, about $1 billion every year on just PlayStation, right? And if PlayStation is taking 30% of that, that is $300-ish million that PlayStation budgets every year that they expect to get from call of duty every year that that does impact their budget and so one of the things might be a hey give them an extended a slightly extended period not so much to protect playstation but to protect the idea of competition between companies 
so that they can adjust their budgeting models in order to be prepared for a life without a potential life without. Because again, I, everything points to there's no real right. Like Call of Duty, it's more likely to end up on the Switch via the cloud than it is to actually leave anywhere, uh, based on the president of Microsoft's uh, words in to CNNBC. Um, but the, the the fact that they said they needed no form of consent decree or anything that's that's the wild thing from Brazil. No, definitely. This is uh, shaping up to be a very interesting time in gaming, especially with all the shots being fired in all directions. Especially, like all of last generation, everybody accused Microsoft of not competing. Uh, they were said that Sony is basically stomping them into the ground. And it, there was very little back and forth between the companies at least to each other like we always knew like as soon as microsoft would announce something sony would come back in and try to suck back the the spotlight and try to get attention back on them we were used to that but now in this generation we are personally seeing shots being fired back and forth between satya nadala and phil spencer and jim ryan and the the fellowship over there we're actually seeing this whole thing take place um General, what do you think about this whole situation with uh, the Blizzard Microsoft Activision deal and Brazil and just the fact that they're approving it with absolutely no stipulations whatsoever? Well, it's it's certainly very promising for the future because I think it was a little surprising to everybody, even the pro Xbox fans, that they had yeah no restriction objections whatsoever, which is very encouraging, especially given their history with uh, the example before with uh, Disney. Now... Oh, I mean, there's just so much to unpack here because, like, uh, pe people bringing up how they're corrupt or bribed. I mean, come on, guys. Like, let, let's 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 take the L's here with a little bit of grace. You know, are, are we going to be like this every time a country approves the uh, acquisition? No. I, so I, this, this is going to be a very interesting process. I do like how Brazil they have the policy of making all this information public. So it really, on the one hand. It puts console wars front and center uh, for the executives. But number two, it gives us gamers better insight into this whole process. This is a very, very interesting learning experience for all of us here. But I think yeah, Xbox, they got they got a solid case if this is any precedent to go by. They wrote a pretty in-depth report. They explained themselves very well. The logic is pretty plain to see. They shot down all of Sony's arguments. Uh, all this, uh, All this bluster... Like, it was just shot down completely. Like, for one, Switch is not affected by this deal. In fact, Xbox says they're thinking about bringing Call of Duty over to the Switch. I think, you know, obviously via cloud, not natively, of course. But, like, you see, like, they're actually expanding the comp like the reach of these games here. And PlayStation, they got plenty of games on their own to still compete. They're a first party, ain't going anywhere. They, go they In fact, they went on a buying spree, despite being the market leader. So they're trying to tighten their lead in their own way. So any concerns they have are completely disingenuous, uh, in my opinion. And Call of Duty will still be on the platform anyway. If it's going to be there for like at least another six years from now, that gives them plenty of time to figure out a plan B or look at another publisher, third-party publisher, that they can uh, you know give money to for exclusive bundles and marketing rights. Like they got some pretty good wiggle room there. See if their live service games get uh, taken off the ground, you know? So 
I mean, I mean, Xbox is pretty generous with that. I mean, then they also mentioned Minecraft, how that game is the greatest selling game of all time. And that game was made by one guy, one guy. Who's to say PlayStation can't get their act together and think of something like that to compete better? This is what it's all about, competition. It, this will push the, the other brands to really innovate better and come back with better ideas. Because Xbox, they're not the market leader. This is their way of catching up. And by doing this, you know, they're disrupting the market and that will force everyone else to adapt to that and change. And hopefully in the end, all the all of us gamers win. We all get a good a good product. So I get it. Resistance and Killzone, those aren't good uh, series. They, they, they practically stopped making FPS games after that. But they did get Bung Bungie. And whatever game they make from that, despite being multi-plat, it's going to benefit them. They'll make it so that PlayStation gets like a pretty good, let's just, yeah, it'll benefit you to play it on PlayStation. Point is they got some solid FPS talent on their own end too. So, but I think Brazil, uh, I think the quote everyone keeps uh, saying online is that we are here to protect the interests of gamers, not the specific interests of any companies here. And that is exactly it. I think when, when, if you want to just get really basic, when it, when he's, when it all end of the day it just comes down to it, uh, more games add to Game Pass, it is good for us, the individual consumer. Like if Call of Duty games, the back catalog is on Game Pass, future games day one, that will save the average gamer a lot of money. That is great for gamers, the well-being of gamers. We'll get our bang for our buck. That is, in the end, what Xbox is offering, and that shouldn't be, be stifled, especially when the other brands, PlayStation in particular, is charging more money for their games, $10 upgrade taxes, like remake after remake, BC behind a paywall. I've said this before, but I think uh, Sony being the market leader right now, they're being a little bit arrogant with the nickel and diming. So Xbox here, they look really good by comparison. And if this really takes off, if this gets approved, which I think it will, again, it'll make the other companies better because it'll force them to be better. Now, let's see here. I mean, PlayStation, they only care about protect protecting their lead. I think we all know that. Like, uh, it, it just, all of Jim Ryan's comments, they all come off as disingenuous. And, and they're just, I mean, I'm not saying Xbox's arguments are perfect either, but PlayStation's arguments are just, they're, they're, they're even worse. Like, there's just so many holes in them. So this is just the first step in many to come. I think uh, Europe and CMA will be the big ones. FTC, uh, I, I'm not too worried about that because I don't think it's their job to specifically say yes or no. But I think the FTC is going to more give, you know, stipulations, I think. So I, 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 this can be great. I feel like we're going to be celebrating every time a country uh, or regulatory body just approves this thing because... Uh, Satya Nadella, he says he's confident this is going to go through. I'm inclined to believe him because, again, Xbox, if, if this deal goes through, they're still not the market leader. That, like, they're not a monopoly in anything they're doing. I mean, arguably cloud, but that market is still so young. Like, that, that market is still anybody's game. Arguably, Xbox laid out the groundwork and, is you know, is, is, has an advantage compared to everybody else. But, again, that market cap is so little that – it doesn't really warrant, you know, a strict really look at it. But they got a good lead in PC now. They got no. they're going to get Battle.net. They got Windows mm -hmm. Store. They got a foothold on Steam because they've been selling games on there for years. They're going to get a foothold in mobile with uh, Call of Duty Online, Candy Crush. 
they, st- they got Minecraft uh, all off the bat. But in the end, they're not again, they're not the market leaders in those categories. PCS Steam, mobile has Apple and Android app stores. So really, like, and even console, they still have to compete. Like it'll be years before this acquisition takes fruit and we get actual exclusives coming out. Like say with Bethesda. Bethesda's been with Xbox for a bit now, but we only now just got Deathloop. We're, we're going to get Ghostwire next year. We're, we're going to get Starfield and Redfall next year. We didn't actually get the fruit of the acquisition yet. And the same can be said for right. Activision Blizzard. So we're still going to be behind in the console space. Xbox, I mean, right? So they, there's no reason why this deal should be denied because they still have a lot of work to do, even with this going through. The but thing, it'll definitely yeah, make sorry. them in a really good position. So it's very exciting times. Sorry, One thing hey, this will do for them. They will be Is the number what? one. The one thing this deal does for them, they will what? be the number one first party publisher. Oh, 100 percent. They and the content output and, is gonna be staggering. And why people keep using the word monopoly, I have no idea. Because with this purchase, they only got three percent of the market. Exactly. Three they, they judge monopoly based on number of studios held. Right. And if you're gonna go by that criteria, what about Embracer? What about Tencent? That's right. It's only because they're competing with PlayStation. It's because right. they got a console and Tencent doesn't. That's and literally all it is. That's like what it is. Embracer has what? 100 studios? 100 plus studios? And 900 IP. Yeah, hmm. exactly. Um, And Ubisoft has, I think, uh, like 6,000 more employees across their studios. Right. Than yeah. the combined Bethesda... Xbox Game Studios, Activision, Blizzard, and King will have. Mm. Um, like they don't have a monopolization of labor because nope. they don't like there are and that, like even compared to other studio uh, other publishers, there there are companies that have more than them individually. They don't have a monopolization of IP. They don't have a monopolization of uh market share of marketplaces. It. They like the the word being brought up is dumb because the, the only reason people bring it up is because Microsoft is a big company, right? <laughs> like, and they're, they're, yeah. no, they're a the big bad company. Don't forget yeah. that. Even no matter what they do, revenue. even if it's Windows, they get ridiculed. Then it doesn't yeah. matter. They're the number one software in the world on PCs. Ninety-seven percent of the markets are app are, are, are Microsoft PCs. Because Apple refuses to sell it not on their own hardware, and oh, you could put Linux it on there now, though. You could put it on there now. Yeah, and then, you know, but I mean, they don't sell Last, it that way, right? No, I they don't, but you could definitely download Windows and turn your Apple PC into a Windows. Oh. That's been like that for five or six years. I was saying the opposite. <laughs> Apple doesn't sell their OS for other computers. Like, oh, they don't? Nah. You nah, can't just put it right. on other right. computers. Like, they don't license. They nope. don't go out and say, hey, Lenovo, do you want to make an, uh, um, an, uh, no, a Mac OS that. computer, right? And yeah. Linux is Linux, right? It, it's great OS for people like me who are really tech savvy and hardcore are it people right right but it ain't it linux is not an end user no it's not end user os right microsoft has a monopoly in the in the os space yes, but it's not an antitrust worthy case because they do not harm the consumer with it at least they have not since the early 2000s one can argue the whole thing that they did with netscape and stuff like that they were originally supposed to be torn apart as a company microsoft was in the early 2000s because of the whole netscape kerfuffle with blocking it from being installed and only allowing people to use internet explorer and and all that jazz back in the day but no one wanted to deal with tearing microsoft apart no no 
Rip Internet Explorer, by the way. Isn't yeah, Rip Internet Explorer. Soon? No, it's dead. Internet it's Explorer dead now? Dead. It is dead, yeah. Yeah, it's Edge now. Well, Internet Explorer was alive until sometime last year. And then it was finally phased out. It was no longer getting any form of security updates or anything or support from Microsoft. It's been Edge for a long time, but it was Internet Explorer was always kind of still there. Um, but it's finally no longer supported. We got to get rid of it in all the government computers. It was great. Well, we all know everybody became a Monopoly expert because they uh, played a board game when they were growing up as a kid. Yeah. No, <laughs> they obviously didn't, Centurion, because if you played the game and knew how to play it, you would understand what Monopoly means. Total. Yeah, I was going to say oh. that. Yeah. Because we all grew up on it. Some of us didn't atone to those rules and regulations. They only knew go straight to go straight to jail. 200 bucks. <laughs> That's the only thing they caught on to. And them yeah. damn thimbles. <laughs> uh, That's the only thing he understood. <laughs> now nah. kids don't even know what a thimble is. Don't even talk yeah. about thimbles. <laughs> What's a thimble? Or the iron. What is? What did he just say? They go to Google. What is a thimble? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Now we're watching oh the most god. trending search on Google tonight. Uh, it's gonna be what is a thimble? You're right. Um, but on, uh man. no, I think it's interesting how Sony claims they can't compete. And as General MLD touched, you know, we talked about uh kill zone and resistance fall of man. Mag. You know, they you know, they may have not been great titles back then, but the funny part is I really feel that those titles were not treated like they should have been because again, it was a cop out. We got Call of Duty. We don't need to put all this money and stuff into creating our first person shooter because we've got Call of Duty. We're best friends with Activision. But the funny part is in business and in life, that is called putting all your eggs in one basket. Yep. And Microsoft found out the hard way about doing that with having games like uh, Fable Legends and, um, you know, Scalebound. We all have seen Microsoft burned so many times by third-party studios because they didn't do what they were supposed to do. And for some reason, Sony would not even acknowledge these mistakes. They just assumed that Activision would always be there for them. And so they just basically kept going back to the well. Not totally, like, I mean, he, they should have seen the writing on the wall the minute all this stuff started coming out about Bobby Kotick, the workplace, the... Um, uh, ecosystem for Activision, the fact that they were wanting to unionize, they should have been like, oh, crap, we need to start uh, kind of like working on our own projects because things aren't going well at Activision. But again, they still went to that whole concept. Activision will always be there. We're totally fine. Well, now they're finding out the hard way that, you know, shit happens in life and in business. And let's get over to Shockley. Uh, you've been silent. Let's uh, hear your take on this whole situation with Brazil and the deal. Yeah, I mean, with that uh, going on, they're, they're probably setting kind of the, or at least they're the first one, it seems to obviously be setting the precedent of like, hey, this isn't this that big of a deal, you know, for companies like Sony. There's, you know, there's nothing to really be like panicky about, like, they're just going to be, they're going to be just fine. Um, and kind of like the point I made like last week, you know, when AT&T, uh, yeah, when uh, Singular bought AT&T and that it didn't, and those were big players back then, you know, it didn't disrupt, it may have consolidated, but there were still like enough competitors that it wasn't like a monopoly and it didn't like severely like harm 
you know, the, the cell phone business. So, um, I mean, I think most of them are going to go through similarly. I mean, there might be some concessions, but I think the EU, they're just going to be a little bit more, like, cautious and get everybody's, like, feeling like they're, I think, setting right now, like, a certain deadline for, like, hey, you know, put in any of your, you know, if you have any concerns um, with the deal going through. But with this one going through, um, I, I think they're going to pretty much kind of come out with the same decision. You know, hey, this isn't, uh, Sony's not in danger. Uh, it's nowhere, like, even if Call of Duty doesn't end up on, like, PlayStation, you know, it's not actually, you know, detrimental. Um, it might be detrimental in the sense that, hey, it's just, you know, some games you won't get there. You know, you'll have to come up with your own. But, you know, are you going to be severely, like, harmed? No. PlayStations are... You still can't find PS5s. Like, <laughs> and that's still going to continue. <laughs> So like, and that and that's what's also going to play in their favor right now. It's like, you can't even find one. So it's like, is this going to actually harm anything? Like, and and they and they can also point to like Microsoft can point to like how many sales like their huge IP already get. Plus they have like one of the biggest IP they can point to like, you know, is Call of Duty. You know, look, they have Spider Man. Like, and everybody knows, even, <laughs> you know, as far as just like a. Uh, intellectual property everybody knows spider-man you know even like people that don't play video games maybe there might be some people that don't know what call of duty is that don't play video games so it's like they still have a sony themselves has a big you know ip themselves that's not ever coming to xbox um so i mean i i think they have a lot on their on their side you know to point to hey yeah this isn't actually going to harm if this goes through tomorrow and there's no Call of Duty games on PlayStation, are you guys still going to be okay? Are you still going to be a multi-billion-dollar, uh, you know, gaming sector of Sony? Yes. Okay. Then <laughs> what's and and Nintendo is going to be just fine. They don't even have Call of Duty, um, or if they do, they maybe recently got it. But like for the most part, they haven't really had Call of Duty, so. They can point to them like, okay, cool. They did fine without it <laughs> and pretty much all other third parties. Um, so, I mean, that probably also hurts Sony's case as well. Is like they can't point to like, hey, look how, to you know, harming, you know, like Nintendo, whereas Nintendo could give, give two shits whether they have like Call of Duty or not. Hmm. Um, so, I mean, I don't think really Sony has too much they can complain enough about to really sway much. Uh, plus... Like uh, uh, Crusader pointed out earlier, they already, Phil already said, hey, we're trying to, we're, look, we're being gracious. We're trying to extend out and promise another three years past the deals you already have in place. And they're, and then the, you know, people that are um, investigating or doing the, you know, review board of, of all the uh, EU and whatever other like countries have to approve, they're probably going to see that and like, Oh yeah, look, they're they're going above and beyond. Like they're, and they've you know promised you verbally, hey, we'll still make it somewhat available. So, <laughs> as if that deal's still on the table after this nonsense that happened in January. Yeah. yeah. That, <laughs> so after all this, I don't know after what Satya said that they' gonna play nice anymore. <laughs> because yeah. Because he definitely I can see him at least keeping, like 
Warzone on there just because it's like a free to play. You know, yeah, free to play. And so then that also then kind of like honors, hey, Call of Duty is on there in some capacity. <laughs> that was said also. They didn't say but, what's Call of Duty. They just said it'll be on there some way. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it, I just don't see them giving up a billion dollars a year. They, you know what? When it, well, they're already not when doing it hits, annual. When it, when they're already it, when, thinking about not doing right. that. They switched they it up because money. Call of Duty already lost last year 40%. 40% of the market dropped for Call of Duty. And it's because of one reason. World War II. People are tired. I think That's the other it. thing is you're going to get... Imagine if Call of Duty's on Game Pass, like how much your subscriber oh base God. is going to yeah. go up. Yeah, I mean, Sony, I have Sony has, so they're going to make up has, some money somewhere. <laughs> Sony has bigger problems, right? Yeah, internally, like you spend three, four hundred million dollars on the the newest Horizon, and you sell six million copies, and it's a packing three months later. They got to look. Game, they got to look inside before you look outside. And Call of Duty gamers Call are going to jump. Right, like call, if listen. it's only if it's not on PlayStation, they're not going to just like I'm never playing Call of Duty right. again. Even if you no, they're going to play it on Xbox. Or Microsoft don't care. Game passes. Right, you can use your PlayStation Five controller on PC. You don't even got to own a PS Five. You could just buy the controller and play on PC. Good luck. Yeah, heck, you can just stream it through a browser on anything that has a Chrome browser. I mean, it's it's so many. It's so Sony can say what they want. All the people got to say oh, is this anti-consumer. What's the answer? No. There's no maybe. There's no look at this. Is this anti-consumer? Nope. It's so simple. You see, Saudi didn't even give an excuse. They don't care. We approve it. That's it. <laughs> they ain't even. They ain't even. They didn't say nothing else about it. We approve it. Next. As soon as they announce the dates, these approvals just drop. Bling. <laughs> they don't care. Sony's in trouble. And the way Jim Ryan's acting and you rubbing Microsoft the wrong way, you won't you don't want to piss off somebody that could buy everything you own. You don't. But it seems like Jim thinks he's a bully on the block. You're not the bully on the block. You're just not. If you was messing with Nintendo, they'll come for your head. But you don't go into their realm either. They stay in their lane, you stay in your lane. They don't care. But you messing with somebody who's in your lane who don't really. Phil Spencer talks nice. He talks it. But y'all not getting nothing from Bethesda. You best believe that. Starfield's going to crush y'all, too. It's not just Call of Duty. <laughs> it's, a, it's a couple things coming out. That's going to just... Sony has to compete, fellas. Better games, better services, dropping prices back down to normal. It's not just Call of Duty. You know why Call of Duty's big to Sony? What's their biggest game online? Third party, Call of Duty. They don't have nothing first party that generates money. You beat you beat God of War, my favorite game over there. It's over. What else you play over there? They came out with two great titles. It wasn't better than Halo, but you marketed them as Halo Killers, Resistance and Kill Zone. You put that bullseye on them games back. You got a rude awakening. Halo changed the planet. When it dropped, period. People on consoles didn't know nothing about land gaming, like colleges and and military uh, bases. That was that type of situation. They put that in the living room, mm, changed the game, and you thought you could bring out resistance and kill zone 
and say this is the halo killer. <laughs> That's funny. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck, right now, man. Halo's being the halo killer. <laughs> yeah, facts. Right. And once it get fixed, everybody's going to be kumbaya. And they ain't going to care. Once Halo get what people want, nobody's going to care. Does anybody care today that Cyberpunk released bad? Nope. All is well. Battlefield took a matter of months. Nobody cares. Battlefield's a thousand percent working. Beautiful content. We got new content dropping in two more weeks. Again, nobody cares. You don't see no videos, no hate Battlefield videos. Uh, it's not trending on Twitter. Nobody cares. The game is fixed. Yeah, That's it can it still is. pull like a like a Rainbow Six Siege kind of comeback. Right. Dude, Rainbow have, Six Siege was horrible. And I'm a fan. Maps. <laughs> like it's gonna get better. Yep. It only can get better because patches and updates is beautiful. That's a fact. There's one game that come out broken every year. Nobody says anything. NBA 2K is broken every year for months. But being that it's the only option, what can you really say? It is what it is, man. It is what it is. That's why you don't want a monopoly. We have to deal with Madden. There's no other options. <laughs> you got to. I don't like the pass this year. You got to deal with it to next August. That's just what it is. So good for you, Microsoft. Keep competing and putting people in their place who think otherwise. Anyway, I'm sorry, fellas. I'm sorry. All good. Anybody else want to add on to the Brazil situation? All right. Well, in that case, I guess we'll get into the dessert round of tonight's courses. Um, it actually still deals with PlayStation, and it's actually kind of like a banana split. It's layered. We'll start with the first layer of mm. PlayStation basically kind of like bit themselves, you know, shot them. We'll say shot themselves in the foot with their argument that they tried making that, you know, there's no way to compete. Um, and then they come out and made some comments that Brazil actually used against them. And that was the fact that PlayStation is going to do live service games that will launch day one on PC and console, but single player games will still have about a one year gap, but we're already starting to see the walls of the sacred exclusive garden slowly being chipped away for PC players. And it's starting with live service games, um, you know, what is the start on this whole situation like are, does, is this where sony's gonna stop or are they just slowly progressing into the inevitable thing that everybody keeps demanding for them to stop following microsoft stop being microsoft please stop wanting to make more money just worry about me well um we all see the direction they're wanting to go uh we'll start with general mld what do you think general well I mean, I, I've been in, I've been in this uh, kind of back and forth uh, console stuff for for a long time since the 360 days, and the benchmark of the PlayStation culture was one console exclusivity. You you bring up uh, going to PC or anything else, they would laugh you off the internet. And it's funny how in a couple years that entire culture has just been gutted. I mean, I cannot help but see. The, there's the, the the poetic justice in that, and that the the fans have to scramble and adapt and make excuses, because at the end of the day, yeah, like uh, the, the the PlayStation, they see dollar signs, they see what Xbox was doing, and they and they want to follow, 
it's funny. Like the market leader is doing what Xbox is doing. They they wait and see if it's worth doing, and then yeah, they do it at their own pace. And then well, when they announce that they're going to put games to PC, everyone's like, okay, but it's like we're talking years away. I mean, it's still it's still like play, on PlayStation Day One. That's still the place to be. And now, so soon, <laughs> like a lot sooner than I personally expected, they're saying, uh, oh yeah, oh day and date for live service games. Which they also, which is also like a, a big shock, I'd say, because they've been making primarily single player bangers for, for years now, and it's almost like they trained their community to like shy away from first party multiplayer games because all they want is more third person single player action adventure. And I was saying, oh no, wait, we're actually telling you to like live service games now, and not only that, we're gonna put in day one. Uh, I mean, no big deal, right? So it's like, ah, uh, it's just, it's funny. Like, but again, because it's a half, I see it as a half measure. Xbox, they went in full all the way. Day one, doesn't matter. It's it's on PC, it's on console, it's on cloud, it's, it's everywhere. And that, I think, is the way to go. Because, I mean, it, it just, it, to me, it just makes sense. Like, if you're going to expand the ecosystem, make it available to everybody. With PlayStation now, it's like, like, do you wait a year? Like, if you want the game right away, sure. But those who are on the fence, who's to say they're going to be like, well, I mean, if they if you don't have, let's say, if they don't have a PlayStation yet, they, they could have the mentality, well, I mean, I have a decent enough PC. Why can't I just, I'll just play on my PC now? Oh, I feel like it's just uh, they're they're in a state of flux right now. They're trying to find their their this new identity, and everyone's just trying to adapt as they go. Whereas us on xbox we're just looking over and being like well i mean uh, uh like we're, we're just smiling i don't know so it's a good it's a good that they're doing it on paper i mean i'm sure they're getting more money in they're gonna use that money to reinvest and grow as a brand sure great but i just i i just get i see it as a half measure like they they got they gotta do what xbox is doing or i actually don't do it at all i mean if you built your culture your brand on one console exclusivity I'd say either stick out, like either stick it out with that, like like like. I mean, that's what Nintendo's doing. Nintendo is doing this thing for the longest time, and I see what you will by Nintendo. I mean, I, I respect that they stick to their guns uh, on first party stuff. But PlayStation, they're doing something something in the middle. Like I feel like just just commit one side or the other. But uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's my thoughts. No, it's it's really interesting this whole situation with uh, Sony and well PlayStation and PC. I mean, like it just shocks me that how somehow the PlayStation console base seems to think that their console uh, has no relevancy now just because somebody else can play the game somewhere else. I mean, it's the same concept I've always had of. Guess what? I have a PC in my own, in my home. I have multiple game consoles, and I choose to play where I want, when I want, and I don't care if there's a more spectacular experience somewhere else. There's always at least a hitch, in my opinion, to the PC side of things. Um, I mean, I can't even make a damn YouTube video sometimes without having to update my graphics card, so I can only imagine what it's like to play a video game on there. Um but definitely it's interesting to see how Sony is embracing PC so quickly. Uh, what do you think crusader? Oh man. 
I told everyone the live service games would be day one. No one wanted to believe Old Crusader that the, the live service games were going to be day one. This was like the most I told you so news that I've ever felt in a long time. In, in this in this space. I told everyone the live service games would be everywhere. And it all folds into that thing that I talk about all the time. Live service games are their own platform. They need as many players as you can get. That means that you are going to put them everywhere that you can. And you're going to do that based on what's called the IP saturation, right? You look at the IP of the subject matter that you're making... And you determine how how many places you can put it without it potentially affecting another brand of yours, right? And the the best one, the best example I can give of this is going to be The Last of Us, right? They can put The Last of Us on PC because PC is not a gaming console; it is its own ecosystem, right? But they couldn't just take The Last of Us multiplayer and put it really anywhere else, right? They really can't put it on Xbox because The Last of Us has a brand association with PlayStation, right? But then you have Bungie, and they bought Bungie for their live service stuff. And their live service stuff, they've said it's going to be everywhere. It's everywhere Bungie wants to put it, right? Because there is no IP saturation of Bungie, right? Bungie's kind of just a, a ubiquitous company for uh, for Sony. Their stuff is just going to be everywhere. It will be day one on PC. It will be day one on Xbox. Um, and I, I'm telling people to, to be ready that those live service games, be prepared for some of them to come to Xbox too. They've shown that they're willing to do that based on a buying Bungie for $3 billion and saying, yeah, Bungie can do whatever they want. They'll be everywhere. Right. And they did it when they renegotiated the MLB contract back in 2019, because they determined that having the MLB and having MLB, the show as a game in their portfolio was more important than the exclusivity of that game. Right. And so I'm, I'm telling people, be prepared that some of Sony's live service games may come to Xbox consoles as well. Not just day one on PC. I'm, I'm telling you to be, to be ready for that. And I'm, the, the, the reverse is going to be true with Xbox. Look at the IP saturation. And if the IP is, is broad enough and kind of just ubiquitous enough that with a live service game, it could be everywhere. Because having more people... Uh, able to spend in those kind of games and play together makes that game better for literally every player and makes it a far more profitable experience. Starfield doesn't do that, right? The Last of Us, the single player Last of Us doesn't do that, right? They they, they literally, they don't really make that much more money being more places, right? It's a singular purchase and you're done. Whereas with these live service games, they might be a singular purchase, then a bunch of small purchases, they might just be a bunch of small purchases and the game's free. But at the end of the day, live service games are only... They, they, they aren't just as only as good as the game. They're as good as the amount of people you have playing the game. You could have the best live service game in the world, but if no one's playing it, then it's not good because it, it needs that multiplayer element. It needs that people element. So the more people you get in, the better it is. And I, I've been saying this for months and months and months and months and months that we are entering this a, a kind of new era of how we need to think about how publishers in general, whether they be first party or third party, are really going to be thinking about how they are distributing a live service game. I, I really doubt we're going to see very many timed exclusive 
service games. I think Babylon's Fall is probably one of the last ones you're ever going to see. That game was just bad, but it also just didn't have it, it. It couldn't maximize its audience. Maybe it could have done better if it was on Xbox. We'll never know. But like, I don't think it would have because that game was just bad in general. Um, but you're, you're really not going to see exclusivity in the same matter tied to a live service game because it needs as big an audience as it can get to be successful. So this was the most predictable thing in the world to me that these live service games were going to be on PC because PC is a neutral platform. Every no one, no one really controls PC. Steam controls PC. Valve controls PC, right? But like they don't even really control it. They're just like an open marketplace where anyone can sell stuff, and that you can have your own marketplaces on on PC too, like Battle.net and the Microsoft Store and and an Epic. But they're n- none of them are anywhere near the, the saturation, and so. PlayStation can come in and release their stuff on PC and it ain't no thing because it's the wild, wild west of just publisher selling stuff, right? But they're not going to take their stuff that has a saturation and release it on Switch or on Xbox, but stuff that doesn't have some kind of saturation, your MLBs, your Destinies, your whatever Bungie's making in the future, and maybe some of the other stuff that they got cooking, maybe it will. And, and people should really be prepared for that concept. Be prepared for it on Xbox aside too. And there, there's not many. Like Forza has IP saturation with Xbox. It, it is identifiably tied to Xbox. Halo is as well. Gears is as well. Like, like I'm not saying those games. Those games are like the last of us on PlayStation side. But I am saying maybe ZeniMax Online's next MMO. Be prepared for that to show up more places. Because while they could use it as an exclusive to drive X exclusive could the game be better served on multiple platforms getting as much money as it could from as many people as possible because it's going to have a reoccurring sub most likely and it'll have in-game purchases and things like that so it, it is is it being utilized to its fullest potential as a piece of software just on xbox and pc and and that that's what people need to think about with these service games is are is the software being utilized to the best business model it can be and service games strictly need to be treated in in that light because the more people you got playing the more people you got spending no um definitely uh it's gonna be uh i get what you're saying about wanting to have more people on these games as a service because the whole idea of a games as a service is to get as many people as possible interacting with the game spending money creating revenue and when you try to limit how many people you know where people can get into these games that's where you start running into problems i think it's really interesting you mentioned babylon's fall like we'll never know what could have been if that game was allowed to be other places but we'll never know um how about you shockley uh what's your input on the whole pc situation with playstation yeah, I mean, it's just one step. I mean, they've they've come a long way, but it's just one step closer to them just putting uh, more of their games um, on PC. And then also, I know they're not doing it yet for, like, single player, um, at least, like, day ones, but even that timetable has gotten shorter and shorter uh, to where it's, like, you know, within a year, maybe two years tops, but most of those games are going and you'll probably see that get, you know, even shorter, probably within a year or six months or something. Uh, So they can get that initial boost, keep, you know, PlayStation gamers happy that like want to play it first on PlayStation, just to say they have that. Um, 
but it's just one <laughs> it's just one step closer to eventually i'm sure within this you know this decade we'll be probably probably playing first party playstation games on pc day one because i mean there's not too much of a like negative of doing that because the people that are like hardcore buying their playstation at this point are gonna still buy it like just to play it there anyway you even have people that do play uh pc that will you know just choose to uh play you know play it on playstation you know rather than just so because they like you know the still the aesthetic of of the playstation even though they'll say like hey i'm pc first or whatever or you know they have a you know two thousand dollar rig or whatever um but yeah i mean at this point it's just another another stepping stone so if they're getting all those one you know free-to-play games that are going to be coming out or multiplayer games that they're working on with like bungie that are just going to be like day one on pc you know going forward and they're going to keep their single player games on PlayStation for now. It's just, you know, just, there's just one more step to go. So, um, but yeah, it's just moving towards the inevitable. How about you dots? What's your uh, whole input on this situation? Well, first uh, invader, if you're still listening or you go back to this, I suggest a tip jar that anytime uh, crusader mentions destiny in one of your podcasts, you got to put a certain amount in and every wow. weekend channel's going to make a lot of money. Just going <laughs> to throw that out there. Um, <laughs> no, um, my thoughts on this. Well, I agree with all you, what you, you guys are all saying. I definitely, I'm definitely on the same page with that. Um, it, it's inevitable. It's, it's the logical step. It's a money maker. And what I find funny about this is the, the irony that Sony doesn't want exclusivity that doesn't favor them, obviously. So while they might finally start pushing stuff onto PC, you know, me and Crusader, we only played a Final Fantasy VII remake within the last year, obviously, because we it only just came out. Um, we both loved the game. And um, and that was great. And I think a lot of pe- people felt the same. A majority of people... Um, like me, for example, I don't own a PS4 or 5. Uh, Crusader owns at least a PS5. But like, so I don't, I don't see myself ever experiencing, you know, PlayStation exclusive games until they uh, now are popping up on PC. I actually bought the new God of War. I haven't played it yet, but I actually own it on Steam. And so it, it is on my library of things I can play in the future if I so choose. Um, I eventually will do that. But, you know, everyone's got their backlogs. Um, but I think it's, it's ironic that they're pushing for that, but since exclusivity and PC, um, ports and whatnot is no longer their ammunition to, um, you know, go after because Sony these days always has to go after Microsoft or something. Um, I know a couple t- uh, weeks back, there was the topic, I think it was actually the one I was on my first go was about the, um. Uh, was the block fee the block thing fees that they would pay indie devs to keep things off of game pass the fact that game pass is sort of their target with a lot of this stuff i found was really you know is kind of ironic it's like okay we need money because we always need money because we're you know big game company and that that's our that's our goal in life um 
what do we do? So we, we got our exclusives. Oh, no, exclusives are no longer becoming a thing. Let's put it on, let's put it on PC. And we're getting that now, which is great. It's like, okay, but now we still need to, you know, attack Microsoft about something. Well, they got Game Pass and they're doing Game Pass better than we are doing PlayStation Plus. So we got to attack that, you know, make it harder for people to get the exclusive games that are not exclusive that are that we want day one on our console but is now coming to pc we don't want them on game pass and it it's this jumble of stuff that i i personally find hard to keep track of but um it's a mess uh but i mean in terms of like the average player like me like i think that's great i love playing final fantasy 7 remake I'm sure if I when I actually pull out God of the uh, new God of War, I'd love that a lot. Um, these future games, definitely, I I'm, cannot wait. But I I just find it ironic that the the place uh, Sony is taking the steps in motion to do what they inevitably are going to have to do to like stay in the market. But they're doing the one thing that we all want them to do, and that's just to shut up, to stop flapping their gums, stop making a big deal about it, do the motion, stop yelling and complaining and kicking and screaming, even though they are still walking on the singular path that they are going to eventually have to walk on whatever speed they choose to walk on it. But they just need to stop talking, (laughs) stop making this a war, like a vocal war, you know getting people involved who don't need to get involved or attacking people who they're not involved with, but they want to be involved with because that gives them, uh, you know, media coverage that gives them uh, their, you know, any, any, uh, I'm already losing my train of thought. Uh, any, uh, what's it called? Any publicity is good publicity. What was that? Is that it? That's the, that's the thing. So that's what I, that's what I feel is like going on right now is that, they're doing the motions. They are going to do the motions, like it or not, but they just need to stop talking. <laughs> and finally, we get to uh, 108 Dragons. Lemon, what do you think about the whole situation? I know you also got a rig too, but you still choose to be a console player. Lemon? To hear you muted. Sorry. Oh. no i had some windows pulled up i had to get to it yo listen man let's shout out let's shout out first of all let's shout out playstation for the ultimate michael jackson moonwalk because they are backpedaling backwards everything they promoted coming into this generation shout out to phil spencer for applying the pressure games and services we heard game pass was what uh diabetic gaming Welfare gaming, Netflix rental, blockbuster. You see, they changed with that, right? PC day and date. Here go another one. Now, we don't got their first parties in this situation because they got one team called Nixus. They only could do one game at a time. So they probably could do one game at a time in a year time frame. Shout out to all those PlayStation people out there. Those ponies that's benefiting from Microsoft applying that pressure because that's what it is. These dudes are backpedaling every which way is coming, right? This is a good thing for gamers, but if you believe in the things that they say, 
oh, this is a glorious time to be a gamer. You got to be looking at this like, okay, now you got our premium spots. Now, if my game goes to PC, I could buy it a year later. But day and date, we would never thought we have heard that from coming from Sony. Now, they trying to definitely capitalize and make some money because we know they're about that buck. But this is a beautiful situation. This shows you how correct our man Phil Spencer has been and the team over there at Microsoft changing the game, bringing different entities in here. Now, the bad thing for Sony would be if they didn't listen and just continue with the old ways. But I love the backpedal. You go on Twitter, Phil has got Twitter, Twitter so so quiet. You used to get all this negative press about Game Pass and your games are not exclusive because they're on PC, which is its own. It's a mercenary situation on PC. There's nothing. The only problem over there is AMD and NVIDIA. <laughs> like, what graphic card are you going to pick? But the facts of the matter is this is a beautiful day. Microsoft is innovating the business, and now Sony is mimicking Microsoft. You can't get better than that. What's next? You know what's going to happen? This acquisition going to go through. They're going to get Call of Duty and Game Pass. They're going to be forced to put all their first parties day and day. I keep telling people, when you apply pressure, you either go with it or them pipes going to bust. Right now, every time Microsoft make a move, Sony said, we can't keep up. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Listen, it's a beautiful thing. I'm happy for gamers that's going to be able to take advantage of this. I'm happy for the developers who definitely they opened a whole new uh, 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 studios and stuff to um, put these games day in, day on PC. Shout out to my PC players because they don't have games like God of War, really. They don't have games like Spider-Man. They didn't have... Games like Halo and the style of Forza and listen and Gears. Welcome. Welcome in all these gamers. But the narrative is changing. All the stuff we all started getting ridiculed on Twitter about from these weirdos, it's changing. And it's a beautiful day to see how many people putting on them patent leather shoes with the penny in the middle and they backtracking. They moonwalking right through the door. It's beautiful, and I love it. And as a consumer, you should love it too because now you get to buy and play where you want. Nobody wants to be forced to play on a console if they prefer, if they prefer PC. I got a monster PC. I refuse to play on it. I play on console. But it's good that I have an option. It's very good, and it's good for the community. It's even better fulfilled because he's changing the world and that's just the fact and this is not capping i just like throwing salt in the wound when people say nonsense <laughs> boy i'm loving this i'm so happy i'm here tonight i'm we're so happy, happy to have you here man <laughs> um you know i guess let's we see playstation doubling down on P, on pc uh, uh -huh. they definitely got their eye on the ball when it comes to making money and speaking of doubling down and making money, we're also starting to see that they're wanting to really take another crack at remastering another game. Oh, my that God. That doesn't, like, I mean, the game is, like, what, five years old? Came out in 2017? 
Yep. Um, yeah, now we're starting to get rumors coming out that not only did we just remade the remake of Last of Us 1, but now we're going to get a remake, potentially, like it's not been solidified a yet, it's but a remaster. a remaster, sorry, a remaster, yeah. remake, remaster, it's all starting, there's too much lingo in the game industry, <laughs> but I mean, we're, st- we're going to get a remaster of Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, what do you think about that, Lemon? First of all. I'm a last of I'm a last of us fan. We didn't ask for the last one, right? Yeah. And this is coming from people. Once again, I'm throwing salt in the wound. They claim people don't buy new consoles to play old things. Am I correct? Is this not the words that came out of this company's mouth? Your president, Jim Ryan. These are the things he said. But yet yeah, and still to implement backwards compatibility right. because basically people don't want to play new old games. Right. And I'm pretty sure all of us on this panel is playing older stuff backwards compatibility on our consoles because we have a back catalog where the next generation come up anyway. You still want to play those games because you love them. So seeing this is a slap in the face. I'm going to tell you why this is disgusting. And I said it last night on the Dragon's Den. First of all, you didn't buy the first one. That's a fact. You didn't buy the second one. That's a fact. Who's asking for a remake or enhanced version? We just got that with a patch like three months ago. The game is beautiful. Beautiful. And now we could play at 60 frames per second on PS5. So what could you possibly add to this game graphically and it's already gorgeous unless you're trying to charge me like you did for ghost of tsushima and charge me for something that i purchased day one buying a ps5 you want to charge me ten dollars extra for haptic feedbacks for a feature that's already built in my controller on my current system who does that oh no my bad jim ryan cares about the consumer i'm not supposed to do that that's ridiculous but those are the facts nobody's asking for this if this is true, Sony need their head on the chopping block because this is crazy. This is absolutely <laughs> insane. And then what you're going to do, charge me $70? It's probably um, mocap, uh, motion-captured characters because the character models are not very great in the first game compared okay. to the second. So that um, deserves a remaster? I absolutely do not think so either. <laughs> Thank you. Because uh, <laughs> I love Horizon. Look, look, look. Me too. I, I bought a collector's editions. I bought, oh. like, I, one dude said, you're a hater. I said, I bought that big-ass elephant. Did you? I got that. And I had to show oh. it on camera. I got I got all the collectors. Uh, uh, Spider-Man, uh, Last of Us. I got all of them because that's what I do. I'm a gamer. I'm talking about Sony as the company. What could you possibly do to game? It's yeah. what you going to add some more colors? It had better have <laughs> an upgrade path at a minimum. If but we just great. got that. The first one, the first one's free. The first one, the patch is free. It um, should have been. I, I agree. I agree with you hundred percent. But if there ain't no upgrade path for this, and it's like the last was part one, where it is straight up just a seventy dollars separate purchase, Crusaders won't be real mad. Listen, I'm not buying it. I ain't I buying. Also not buy it. I'm a Last of Us fan, and the AI still dumb in a remake. But, Are you serious? But you, you charge me seventy dollars to play the same dumb AI? I'll tell you why it's happening. This is an easy answer. 
It's got a TV show coming out on Netflix. Yeah, they're trying to promote something, and they're trying yeah. to put as least money possible to get some money. But um, one of my people on my panel said last night, Lemon, they're going to try to um, sell us again. They didn't sell it the first time. <laughs> so who are you reselling this to? I don't know. I'm a fan of the game. Not going to buy that. You're taking out resources that can go into other brand new IPs and regurgitating nonsense. Oh, Come on. Let, they what, what, Killzone. Nobody wants to play that. I do. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm, they can, that's, I'm actually with I'm with Crusader on that because they could at least remaster something that deserves to be remastered, not a five year old freaking yeah. game. Port some PS3 Look, games for Christ Last of Us. Last of Us One had a multiplayer. I used to go in and play it all the time. It was really meant for who likes that game because it was hardcore. It was two thousand people in the server at the height of that game. That's all really? I'm saying. People say yes. that game is always like popular. I no, it wasn't. That. That's cap. I'm a hardcore Last of Us dude. It used to be two thousand people. Two thousand. What's that game that came up? Cliff 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 Belinsky that nobody Jailbreakers. Played? Yeah, it was just as bad as that. Okay, the, what the hell are you thinking about then with factions then? Like, you know you what? No, going to be good. You, you know what I'm thinking? I'm not buying it. Because that was supposed to be part of Last of Us 2. Now you charging me for it? Yeah, I, I think it's right. going to be a free-to-play battle royale. Oh no, you they they're charging you. I don't know. I don't know. With their service games, they better they better switch it over. Because they said they was charging then. for it. Did so they? yeah, in the beginning, yes, they did. They said we oh. rent to buy it for forty dollars. So let's see what happens. Because they just thought in this this uh they just got bungee this year. Right, they just yeah. got bungee. So let's see if that falls into that, you know, that model. But I'm not paying for it. I'm not buying the remake. I don't care what it looked like. I got Last of Us too. I know what that engine looks like. I'm good. You know, <laughs> bad enough. I got to ride around on motorcycles with that's invisible, with mad zombies chasing me with no legs. Oh, days gone. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Hey, you know uh, what? Last of Us Part gone. Two. I got to I... shoot guns with no arms. Oh, la okay, never mind. I was Premium say, experience. I, I wouldn't play Days Gone on the PS5 to actually play, and that game actually functioned pretty well on the PS5. Yeah, now after a few patches, but this is what I had to deal with day one. Um, Hopped on my motorcycle and it was invisible. <laughs> how about you? How about you, Crusader? Do you want to add anything on to the the remaster, uh, the remastering of games that PlayStation has somehow fallen in love with? Listen, I will cap for like 95% of any of remasters or remakes, right? Because I like it when games move up from a plat like onto a platform that they couldn't be played on, right? This shit exists on PS5. I can play it on PS5, right? Same with The Last of Us, the first one. I can play it on PS5. Everyone with PS Plus has access to it because it's in the PS Plus Essentials, like the collection of like the 20 games that they, they give you from the PS4, right? So like, why? Besides, besides you've got a show coming out and you want to cross-promote your television show, why do this over something like Killzone or sly cooper or the 12 ratchet and clank games that aren't natively playable on the playstation yes there are 12. there it is i would know there it is there it is the, the <laughs> i'm mad at insomniac for not even having them on ps uh, the premium streaming service 10 of them are missing 
Um, but like, you know, I, I, you have me the ultimate remaster all these games so I can play them on modern hardware. And I'm telling you, this is the dumbest thing I ever heard. Why? Remaster something that needs remastered. If you're going to remaster something. Don't, don't. Otherwise, don't do it and develop a new game. Pick. Don't, don't remaster something that came out five years ago. Like, it feels like they're stuck in the era from, like, the, when you moved to the next console and you remastered a bunch of stuff from the last console because this, the shit wasn't playable, right? Like, PS3, they remastered a bunch of games when the PS4 came out, right? The, they did the Uncharted collection. They did the original Last of Us in 2014. They, they, they remastered it in 2014, you know? And why did they do that? Well, because they wanted those games to be playable on the PS4, right? Because the PS4 doesn't natively support PS3 play. But we don't need that anymore. We have digital backwards compatibility. These games have patches that make them play almost as if they're a native PS5 game with like 4K textures and uh, 60 FPS, right? So unless you're doing something wild, like adding the, the greatest ray tracing I've ever seen known to man, and, and even then it's like, why? Why not make something else? Why not fix something else? It, it's so frustrating. So frustrating. I'm done. My rent. All right. Um, what about you, Dots? What do you think? Uh, first, a question for you. We already had dessert. What's this topic now? <laughs> huh? Is this, us, is this us heaving in the... You gave every topic like a different course of the meal. What's this one? I said this is like a banana split, and there's layers yeah, the to this banana one. Oh, yeah. The banana yeah, split. Yeah, like, like Sony's okay, over no. here like this. <laughs> Sony's over here having a field day with just I don't know what they're doing and the like I'm not trying to turn this into like the Sony uh let's talk about Sony bandwagon but it's just really interesting that Sony the king of gaming just recently is going down this road of we're going to put things on PC we're going to start remastering games that don't really need to be remastered this would be like the second one now No it's really not Let's not forget the walking simulator director's cut. It's like the fourth oh, one. Yeah. Wasn't there, uh, People uncharted? keep forgetting it. You know why? Because nobody wanted it in the beginning. Yeah, Which uncharted one are you talking about? Collection. Death Stranding. Death, okay, Death Stranding. Oh, yeah, yeah, the director's cut. I'll, yep. I'll give, the, <laughs> I'll give the Uncharted collection a pass because that's them actually bundling two games together and selling them together. Um. I, I I typically will give collections a pass. If they wanted to release a version of Horizon that was Horizon plus Horizon Two and sell that as a collection, I'd I'd actually give that a pass. Um, if you, if they're bundling the games together for cheaper, like like two games together for sixty bucks cheaper in a bundle for people to buy, that that that's actually fine. Yeah. If only they could ever top MCC, because that's honestly the pinnacle of you know backporting something into one bundle well now it is now it's being broken for so long i don't <laughs> want to hop on three four three because that's a very hard thing to do but that had its problem too it did but you know listen man this is blasphemy this is blasphemy and anybody that buy it if you're on my <laughs> friends list i'm taking you off <laughs> Third going on a blocking. Yo, listen, I'm going on somebody a, playing the remastered yes, version. Yes, of yes, because I don't want to be surrounded by dummies. I'm sorry. This is disrespect. We just got a patch for next gen anyway. <laughs> we just got a patch. The game is gorgeous. What could you possibly do? What? Uh, 
improve the <laughs> AI, the audio. You... I'm sure they can dress it up nicely. For 70 bucks? I know. Um, right? I, nah. I, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> nah. <laughs> Are you going to block people if there's a $10 upgrade for it? Yes. If you plan for hap if you if you purchase in games for haptic feedbacks, $10 upgrade, I, I, stop I, talking to me. I'm well, wait a minute. I'd pay 10 bucks to be able to blow on the controller. <laughs> no. And how did your wife like that? <laughs> looking at me like, what the? Fuck? What are you doing? <laughs> Dude, the first time she heard the controller make a noise, she gave me a look. Oh, now she'd probably nah. leave the room as I'm blowing it. <laughs> yeah, listen, the next controller is gonna have that same blowing it to a feature and a smell and a smell speaker. Watch, watch. Smell. You can <laughs> smell what's going on in the game. <laughs> can you smell what PlayStation is cooking? Now, oh my anyway. god, I'm gonna pass out from laughing. So Jesus for Christ. general, would this be the game that makes you finally just want to buy a PlayStation? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a console seller. I mean, I mean, with all I mean with all honesty here, I mean I I'm better off just getting like a decent PC and playing games like over there. I don't, I don't even need a console anymore. I only oh. have, need for me to get a PlayStation at this point. Oh so I mean, it's just, <laughs> I mean, we all, we all see how ridiculous this is. I mean, I'm just going to call it like Sony right now. I think PS3 arrogant Sony, they're back with a vengeance and they're doing everything they can to get that little extra dollar that they can squeeze out just because they can. So that's my stance on it. If this horizon thing is true, it's just ridiculous. And people are going to defend it, and they're going to do like they're going to dress it up. Oh, the it, the AI has been overhauled. Oh, the lighting's been overhauled, like, and they're going to yeah, they're going to slap on a seventy dollar tag, and I'm just going to laugh. So yeah, <laughs> that's my take. It, it's stupid. So uh, to get the final, what do you think, Shockley? Because I know you you're into old gaming, but I don't even think this qualifies. Yeah, I mean, I they're probably just trying to. Like we got to make up money for those, uh, you know, because they had to go back on selling the uh, Horizon for uh, Forbidden or what was it? Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah. Um, selling it for sixty dollars, you know, because they had that whole like crossplay. Um, so people, you know, had the loophole to uh, just buy the PS4 version and automatically get the upgrade for the PS5. They still sell yeah. the PS5 version for seventy dollars, by the way. They're packing it in. Why are they selling anything? Yeah. Well, they've packed it in since it launched. You, you could you could get it with a console since the the day the game launched. They know anybody um, buying it. I don't think you could it. on the console. Like Why? when you would go to the store, it wouldn't give you the option to buy the PS4 version. But if you went to your no app, no no no, I'm saying that like the, he he's saying when he's saying packing it in, you could oh, buy okay. a bundle at Walmart. Well. Maybe not oh, okay, in the store, you. but you could buy a, you could buy a bundle of. Oh no, you can find them at Walmart machine. now. It's starting to go all over the internet. Yeah. I I literally saw a couple photos this weekend from people at Walmart that are seeing the the Horizon Forbid uh, the yeah. Horizon Forbidden West uh, pack in bundle. But they've been doing that since the game launched. Like, uh, I think the only ma the only games that didn't get a bundle were like Ratchet and Clank and um. Uh, and it may have, I don't remember, but it was like Ratchet and Clank and Returnal. But, Sony uh, does not want you to mention that game ever again. <laughs> but and I like the game, but as a whole, they don't want you to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> they want to act like that didn't well, even happen. 
As long as we're not talking about Rift Apart, that would be fighting words. Rift, Rift, Rift Apart is great. I'm a, I'm a ratchet guy. Rift Apart was the whole reason I fucking bought a PS4. So, um, to help close this show out, put the cherry on top of this banana split, oh. we're going to go with Shockley because, you know, he's probably an expert in what it is to mod consoles and actually mess around with them. But we finally saw it happen. Somebody has hacked and jailbroke the PS5. Uh, you know, Shockley, what, what does this mean for uh, PlayStation owners that this has happened now? Um, yeah, I mean, that's always inevitable. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm sure they'll, it probably means some of the games get on PC faster, maybe. <laughs> well, they, like were, they were saying the something Switch. about they got uh, something more. What was the game that Hideo Kojima put on PlayStation that they removed? Oh, PT. Oh, you can PT, already get yeah, that. There, yeah, there was saying somebody that the, the jailbroke PS5, they were able to get uh, PT on there. They're saying it's not yeah, a really have, good jailbreak, but they have started figuring out how to at least try to start doing emulation on it. Yeah, it'll be like on the PS4 when they had you could play other PS2 games on the PS4, like that it was capable to emulate, but they just didn't do it other than a handful of titles. Um, so people will probably do that. They'll probably, you know, PS5 might, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it'd be powerful enough to do the PS3 emulation, but who knows? <laughs> There's probably people out there that we can force it on there, but, um, but yeah, it just probably just means more games get <laughs> leaked to PC quicker, possibly. Um, just like you have the switch, you know, all of those games get on PC before they even get released now. Um, but yeah, stuff like that. And probably more like emulation. At least that's pretty much all I saw with the uh, PS, like the PS4s when those were hacked. Um, people were just loading up like their PS2, a lot of their PS2 library on it and running it just fine. But yep, it's always pretty much inevitable. So <laughs> someone's going to break through. Does anybody want to add on to the, the jailbreak yeah. thing? I got like two things to say about it really quick. Okay. Um, it, so you can install your own content onto it. That should, that normally you couldn't right now. There's no way to actually execute the code. So you can't launch it to my knowledge, to my knowledge, they have not actually been able to get remote execution working or not remote execution. Sorry. Just general code execution working. But they have made it so that anything can be like you can do uh, you can do write, uh, read writing, uh, but actually launching a program uh, they have yet to uh, solve completely. Yeah, they were talking about how like this this jailbreak could potentially brick a console. Yeah, especially when they're still hard to find. So you know, user use at your own risk. But they're also even talking like. Now, because it's been shown to the public, PlayStation's keeping an eye out for it. And if they catch a console, they're going to ban the person with it. Yep. Anybody else want to talk about uh, the jailbreak or should we close out tonight's show? Good. All right. I think well, I said enough PlayStation slander tonight. I know. It's like and I don't usually do don't, that. but they asking for it. But they asking for it. I know. That's why I said this week. <laughs> This week has definitely been, uh, you know, some, uh, I don't want to use the term hard times, but let's just say this has definitely been not PlayStation's week with 
what Brazil did, the jailbreaking of the PS5, uh, the the rumor, the rumor, the, the the rumor of what's going on with uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, and right. apparently PlayStation is just going down this road of remastering. And then finally, the whole situation of Herman Holst coming out and talking about, you know, PC games being more of a direction for them. Like, this has not been a, a very, very popular week for fans of PlayStation. You might as well, well say the say last four months. Price, right, well, the last four price months, raises, yeah. all kinds oh, of God, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> They're on fire. I think, I told somebody, I think they're giving away this generation on purpose. Maybe PS6 is going to be <laughs> stunning. Because they definitely ain't helping their cause this generation. It's it's easy Dude, to it's easy to get them right now because they're getting themselves. If Xbox slid anybody a brown paper bag with some money in it, it was probably for PlayStation to toss this generation. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I can um, co-sign that. They are definitely on fire with the bad news. I'm waiting for something good. Just something. I'm waiting. I need but, it. I bought I bought the system. I need it. All right. Um, I guess that's tonight's uh, show. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you to all the guests for being here and also the panel members. It was an absolutely fun night, especially with Invader giving me controls over the realm. Uh, but definitely, uh, please follow the show, social media platforms, Twitter, Twitch, um, YouTube. Invader's a hardworking guy. Does a good job of keeping the lights on in this place. So please, any support for TXR is much appreciated. Uh, thank you to the individual that gave us uh, a $5 super chat earlier. That happened and I did not catch it, but really thank you. And gentlemen, let's close out tonight's show. Um, 108, Lemon, where can we find you at? First of all, you can find me here when they be picking me up. With, nah. <laughs> Shout out to y'all for having me, man. You know I'm always in y'all chat every Sunday, man. And y'all my GUG brothers. I appreciate the invite. Shout out to everybody in the panel. And shout out to everybody that showed up tonight, man. Um, Without y'all being here, there's no reason for us to be talking. We could do this in a party chat. So it's greatly appreciated that y'all show up and get, you know give us a valuable time, man. But um, with that being said, you can find me at 108 Dragons TV on everything. Twitter. YouTube, Instagram, all the social media spaces, man. Stop by the den sometime. Stop by my channel. Check out some of that hot fire content. And uh, I appreciate y'all, man. As always, I always, uh, I'm always here, full extension. If y'all need me. All right, and over to our next guest member, kind of spur of the moment. Really appreciate you joining us tonight. Where can they find you, Dots? Uh, as before, I'm super happy you guys invited me again I, I love i love the show and i love being on the show even more um everyone can find me on twitter under uh, dots rts um rts is the name of the game for me and anything real-time strategy that's what it, that's that's my passion that in ace combat and playing destiny against my will because crusader said so um no <laughs> i love love being here love talking to you guys i just i love you know this 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 vocal channel that we have and how passionate everyone is I've, I've love listening to it i try to listen to it every sunday and being on it, it's just a million times better man you you make it sound like because we all know crusader's a tech guy you make it sound like you better play destiny or i'm gonna ddos your modem tonight i swear to god you won't even be able to get tonight's weather <laughs> well if, 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 I, if i don't he won't let me come over on the weekends correct <laughs> 
All right. And you know, speaking of Crusader, uh, where can they find you at, bud? Yeah, you can find me at Crusader3456 basically everywhere. Um, you know, Twitter, all the gaming platforms. I think on Steam, I'm Crusader Lord of the Realm, which is the same name on uh, on Twitter. And uh, I'm going to do a, a, a... Everyone should check out Backlogged, the website. I keep a journal of all the, the stuff that I'm playing, and I rev- I give all the st- game star reviews and, and stuff like that. It's a great service to keep track of everything you're playing and stuff like that. So I'm just going to give a shout-out to Backlogged. Follow me there. That's where I want you all to follow me. All right. I'll actually have to check that out. I've never heard of this website. I need to, is this your, like your personal website or is this like a service? No, for no, this is, this is just a website that I use for tracking my backlog and what I've played and uh, keeping track of like what I thought of the games and stuff. I'll, I'll, I'll damn it to you. Cause honestly, like not to like ADD it, but I feel like that's a feature I really wish Xbox would implement mm-hmm. is some kind of like a check mark system that you can put on games that you have completed. So that way, you know where you're at in your own backlog. Yeah, yeah, it would be great. You have to do stuff kind of manually here. I, I have everything listed manually, but it takes but yeah, hours no. just to set up. If you have, it, it does take library. a while to set up because hmm. you do have to like go in one game one at a time. But I, I love it just because I I can keep track of everything I've played, want to play, have on a wish list, stuff like that. So I'll have to check it out. All right, and moving over to General MLD, uh, definitely thank you for joining us on a uh, holiday and your birthday. Uh, where can all the fans find you at? Oh, thanks. Uh, I mean, it's such good topics. Uh, the guests were great. Uh, it was a great chat. Had a lot of fun. Uh, I'm, I'm mostly active on Twitter. You guys can find me at MLD Ghost. Gamer tag is Ghost MLD. Currently playing uh, Proteus, old school FPS on Game Pass great game i highly recommend it but uh yeah yeah this is a great great show and looking forward to the next one all right and finally um shockley uh he had to dip out real quick uh something came up at home but you can find him over at eric shockley on twitter uh awesome guy check out his stuff really into retro gaming and modding consoles um i mean i just love listening to what he does to uh, these older consoles and making them do things that they were not capable of when they first came out. And for those interested in finding me, I am Centurion. I was the stand-in host tonight. Very thankful to Invader for giving me the responsibility and trust to do this. You can find me over on YouTube, Twitter, and Xbox Live. You can also find me right here every Sunday night with these amazing gentlemen and our panel, and, excuse me, and the guests we have on at the time on TXR. And you can also find me on Gaming Beyond the Box with Wilmy Hood and them over there. Uh, if our memory serves me right, we should be coming back around October 19th. And thank you to everyone in the chat. Tonight was a great show, and we'll see you next week. Later.